The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. You are about to embark on a journey. It is Hardly Awesome. So, that skip that bit there, that Cat Williams bit. Yes. Pretty funny. Yes, yeah. it is. He's got a point, though. Sometimes there's certain songs that you hear and you think to yourself, like, if, if I had this in real life situations, it changes you and puts you in a different oh, mindset. Yeah, dude. It, like, it impacts right? you. It's, it inspires you. Like, what, what comes to mind when I say that for you guys? Lose yourself. Yeah, oh, that's exactly. a that's, that's actually a really good one. Yes, dude. that's a hype song. Yes, yeah. it is. hype songs. That's what that would be, right? Yeah, hype yes, song. Yes. A song that okay. hypes in today's, you up. In today's lingo. Yeah. So lose yourself for you. I like that. Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm made of wax, Larry. What Am are you I, made of? I'm made of wax, Larry. What I'm, are you made of? Yes, that from a day to remember. Day to remember. Po- Never little, heard of it. Little post hardcore screamo, and uh, that one just came to mind when you brought that up, but. I could picture that. No, but very much a hype song, though. Kind of like getting yeah. ready. You're at a party, hyping yourself up. Yeah. No, Usually you want to hype yourself up before you get to the party. Or like, I guess it'd be like one of the songs I'm, I'm, I'm throwing my, on my uh, headphones as I'm walking into school. Like, that's kind of like, that's kind of how I'm relating. Like, that's what I'm playing. See, you're, that's, the, that's, that's, that's the of, interesting that's, thing here. So let me ask you something. Through. Jim, yeah, when yeah, you yeah, said yeah, lose yeah. yourself, how would you, were, what, like, what moments were you relating that to? Because like I, I didn't say when I in. like I didn't say that it has to hype you up for like a fight or hype you up to like start a good day or like hype you up to go out for the night. Oh no! Just, so in your mind, like what is that? Just whenever I'm in the mood, it doesn't matter what what like situation is going on, but whatever I'm in the mood to be hyped up in that sort of way. Okay, that's the type of song. And for you, Anthony, it's post hardcore. One of them. It could be one of them. I, it depends on the song. I can get hyped up in, in with various genres, but. Just the first gut, what came to reaction was a day to remember, like something like that. Like, oh yeah, this is how I'm going to get my day going. And it's very funny because you put, you asked, like, no, how would you, what would change your your mood or your feeling? But yeah, like that's how I would start my mornings, my days at school, walking in. I was a kid that had the headphones that was blasted too loud. I try to listen to music a little bit lower now because of all that. Like I was a kid that like you could hear, ha ha ha, you could hear my music <laughs> blasting, and I was walking into the school, and you knew what I was listening to, and I was just. That's all I was. Let me listening. ask you: Why did you listen to it that loud? I try to bl- drown out everything else. Okay. That, in a very, I probably didn't have to have it as loud as it was, but I like to drown out everything else and have everything else be like a little muffled. Was there a part of you that was hoping people would hear what you're listening to and think you're cool because of the music you listen to? I don't think so. There wasn't a part of you that was looking for acceptance by doing that by by advertising what you were listening to. I don't know if it was maybe a, a way to see if anyone else that's going to catch, I'll catch your attention. Maybe, hey, I like the same thing, then cool. But it was more or less, I, I wasn't going for that as an attention seeker. If that was a secondary condition, that was secondary on that. But Interesting. Yeah. I was just, I, I loved like walking in the morning. And, but that hypes you up. Yeah. That wasn't, that. I didn't listen to that back in middle school. That would have been like high school, but like. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't say middle school. But, I just said, what song yeah. for you is a hype song? A song that yeah. hypes you up. Made of Max Larry, what are you made of? Yeah. Never nice. heard of it. <laughs> It's a good one. <laughs> For me, um, there's a lot, right? But there's one song that con- when I hear it, it immediately gets me like, oh, yes. 
Uh-oh, like which one getting is it? that energy going. Uh, Walk by Pantera. Don't okay. know. I don't think it, I've ever heard it. Um, I'm sure I've, I think I've you heard did. it. Yeah, yeah. I probably have. If yeah. I heard it, I'd probably recognize yeah, it. Yeah, you would easily. I'm but sure yeah, it's um, it. it's 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 a it's an aggressive sounding song, and that's the thing. I think for me, a lot of the hype is aggression hype. Like mm-hmm. gets you ready for a football game. Yeah, or gets yeah, you ready yeah. for, uh, you know what I mean? Like you could put on Black Eyed Peas. I got mm. a feeling. You know, like you know, you could that's throw not that gonna on. hype me up, dude. Now that'll hype that's me up if gonna, I'm going out for the night. Not even that. It'll dude. get me in a headspace to be like, all right, I'm ready to party tonight. Let's no, go. No, I'm gonna put on some weekend if I'm gonna do that, dude. Uh, okay. I can't feel my face. Yeah, that's a good like one. That. See, it's a good tune. I could do yeah. Black Eyed Peas, but I wouldn't go. I, uh, I've got a feeling I would go to. Uh, well, the whole point is it. that it's about like well, something a little bit. But yeah, Black Eyed Peas. It's for gonna sure. be a good night. Oh yeah, Black Eyed Peas like early. Yeah, you could see that. Um. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of my, and that's the thing. Like, I don't listen to hot hip hop much, but when I'm trying to hype, that's the type of music I'm going to listen to. Oh, really? Yeah. See, that's funny because for me, like, I like, I like, I love hip hop, but for me, hype is more like metal and hard, yeah. hard rock. Hey, it's whatever, yeah. whatever does it for you. It's dude. interesting, you know I mean? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, hey, some people like women, some people like goats. Whatever does it for you. What? You know what, the I mean? f- what? Was that a bit from something that I that I went over my head? Am I supposed no, to? No, that was just a terribly landed joke. That's all. I was okay, say, okay. Where did that come from? <laughs> Damn. Is that what it feels oh, like when God. I say stuff? Sometimes. Every time you open your mouth, that's what it feels like. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> oh God. And with that, welcome to Harley Awesome Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jim. And this is another <laughs> special episode. Oh, my God. It's oh. like every week is a special episode. Well, last week was a very special episode. This, this one's great. just a special episode. This isn't a normal episode of Harley Awesome. No? It's a theme. Like, we have we have like certain things we'll address and talk about. But overall, this is, yeah, a themed episode. It's a special, not a special. <laughs> what? Like, do you remember what two minutes ago? Hey, do you ago remember, you like, asked? yeah, I was going to say two seconds ago? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just let it go, Anthony. <laughs> See, um, typically when I make jokes like that and they don't land, I never have to say anything. We just kind of keep going and nobody says anything about it. But this one was just especially bad. So just just stop and we'll move on. Cheese. I, 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 Jeez, was, I had Anthony. it. I Cheese. had it. Cheese and crackers, Anthony. <laughs> anyway, yes. What's the theme? What's episode. the theme? TV theme is music. Oh, oh, music. I thought it was movies. Music. Wait, it's not. Mo- wait, is it it's not music. music? I prepared for music. It's music, but it's a specific music. So here's the deal. Oh, this is the first episode of a mini series that will show up on this podcast on on this podcast stream. It moving forward. Now, hang on. Is it actually going to, or are we just saying that? Because oh no, this how many is other to. ones? Oh no, this is going to. Trust me. AI I, theater. <laughs> This is well. No, those are those are those are things for Harley Awesome Show. Like we don't have any mini series for this. Oh, show. I see what you're saying. So saying like, this is a legit saying. mini series. It's okay. going to be always going to be this kind of thing, and we come back to it each time. So this is the very first episode of Harley Awesome Podcast presents. Bring back the mixtapes. fucking notice i didn't pay attention to the title of the playlist that you made me until i saw my i'm like i go oh, wait is this it goes he bringing back the mixtapes with this thing i fucking thought that was fucking happening i like that <laughs> oh with the letters in the yeah 
Yeah, that's what that stands for. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew what it stands for. I didn't think. I didn't. I had a feeling that you were going to uh, have this. T- oh, that. of course you had a feeling. I had a feeling. Oh, oh. you knew it. Of course, Ooh. you were just thinking about oh, this. I knew it. He was just thinking about <laughs> I was it. Of thinking. Course. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the first episode of Bring Back the Mixtapes. This is going to be a music-heavy episode, and the theme is mixtapes. We make mixtapes on this yeah. little mini-series. But before we even jump into that, we are still in the middle of the playoffs. We still are Buffalo Bills fans, so we're still going to talk about the Bills. So let's go talk to Aaron, and we'll come back to Bring Back the Mixtapes. The Bills make me want to... <laughs> the show welcome back welcome welcome back. welcome hello i'm here again that's a, and you're here again on good on a good note yes 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 no I, depression this past week i was thinking about what i was going to talk about today and i felt like oh we talked about the the playoff game win and then i realized no that was only six days ago that feels like that yeah. was a lifetime ago right yeah it was happening with time that long we only talked seven days ago and there's been a game in between it's crazy 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 one game an in important between. game yeah, very important game. One that that was postponed and played later, and yeah, oh, wacky. We got so yeah, we got through. I, I was listening to when I was editing the last episode. I was listening to how we talked about now the weather might come into play. We don't know what's going to happen, and then yeah, they ended up postponing things. So that said, let's get into what happened last week. If there was any doubt, like we know Josh Allen is him, right? Like that's for sure now. <laughs> With a capital H? Yeah. That's, well, that's the thing, right? Capital like, H-I-M, all of it. The narrative is always that Josh Allen's trash. Josh Allen's trash. But look at numbers. Look at the stats. Dude, we've been seeing it all season, it's though. Insane. I don't, I don't, yo, look, honestly, fuck all these, these sports people <laughs> who are all of a sudden sucking Josh Allen's dick because none of y'all did the rest of the season, even though the stats were there. And now all of a sudden... You need somebody to go home and jerk off to at night, so you pick Josh Allen. The, Fuck out of here. The week before, Josh Allen. How did Josh that Allen... man not get on Pro Bowl even? Like, I have no idea. Yeah, the week before, Josh Allen takes it upon himself and runs 13 yards to ensure a first down. Yeah. This past week, he runs, he runs, he runs 50, 50 something yards. 53 yards for a touchdown. For a touchdown. <laughs> He was yep. clocked at one point at 19 miles an hour. That is a big oh dude God. to be what? running 19 miles an hour. Yes. That's insane. I, well, I worked the first half of the first half of the game. I got out of work and I got to catch the second half, but I missed the run. I was oh, hearing it from the other room dude. going, go, baby, go, go. I was hearing the excitement. I, I Oh, she watches it now? Oh, she she actually did watch. Okay. The, Tell her she's not to watch today's game. No, 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 us- she, no she's, she's watched for the playoffs, so now oh, she is. Oh, okay. Most of us are like, get down, get down. Okay, go, 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 go. Right? Yeah. I mean, he got even hit. And the guy that's... didn't, he had just like bounced off him. He didn't wrap him up. That's easy. Yeah. McDermott said that's what he could hear in the headset. That's what Josh Allen was hearing in the headset from Joe Brady. Like, get down, get down. Go, go get in, get in, get in. Like... <laughs> Dude, it was insane. And so much of that game was insane. The touchdown passes, mm-hmm. the running game was Shakir. decent. Shakir. Oh, Shakir shaking that? off that when he shook How... off that was... tackle. He was all the way down. Like, Almost, yeah. He was bent over and then pops up and just keeps going. And you're just like, what? And then not just like open field. He's like zigzagging through people, yes. passing everybody. You're just like, what is yeah. happening right now? What is going on? I saw someone showed a still of him, how far he was down with his hand touching and, and put, and then this became a touchdown. Like, how does <laughs> this become a touchdown? It's crazy, dude. I just heard the um one of the commentators from ABC or something saying that, Shakir drives a Subaru. 
And that's oh, like a perfect he? metaphor for him because he's just like really resourceful. <laughs> he laughs, he's durable, he's dependable. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, so they pulled off the win against Pittsburgh in in quite a statement, not like they scratched was, and clawed. Well, mm-hmm. it was like the first half, obviously, we ran away with it. Yeah. And then we had a whole more bunch of defensive injuries, right? So now we have oh, our yeah. last two oh. defensive linebackers out there. The last two we have on the roster. <sighs> We have our last two cornerbacks playing. Cam Lewis has to switch positions, right? Because he was playing the third safety, and then he has to fill in for Taron Johnson. So so the Steelers did come back a little, and I think that that was just indicative of us trying to figure it out on defense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it seems scarier in the moment. It never really – they never really were close coming back. They weren't threatened. They got within seven, but not – they didn't get within seven and have possession of the ball, right? right? They got within seven, then we went down and scored again. And so it definitely the big story of the week is defensive injuries. Which has oh. been what are we looking at? Terrible. Really? Well, on that game we lost. Uh we were already down. We're already down Trey and Rasul Douglas was out. So we have our two backup cornerbacks. Yeah. Then Benford goes out, right? Oh. And then we lose Bale Inspector, who was in for Tyrell Dotson. Right. We lose the um Sam Martin pulls his hamstring oh when he's chasing a block punt. So oh. we have no punter. We don't have anything to punt if we need to punt. Oh yeah, not during that game. We'll get to that. Do we let you throw it if you can't punt? Arm punt? No, that would be considered a. um, Yeah, you don't think you can arm punt, can you? No, I mean that's what we call Josh Allen's fourth. Yeah, but but like what would would happen? Like, do you just get somebody to kick? You have to. They they have someone else. I I heard like Steve Tasker talking about this. They have like punter backup tryout sometimes but he thought it was bail inspector who also went out oh that god game. oh no god yeah i mean they all can kind of punt right they i mean it's not, it's not it would be great yeah. i mean if they need me i will step up i think ha- like you could punt longer than 10 yards probably <laughs> i could i could do that I, I could do with that. with 300 pound linemen coming at you there's not i think i think we could get a handicap in play no i don't think that happens I so think if that, I want a fifty-yard buffer between me and the line of scrimmage. <laughs> That's my handicap. Oh god! I, mean, I, I think if I could position myself to the side of the field, I could kick and get off. I could get on out of bounds. And you don't position yourself at you. You're positioned where they put the ball. You don't oh, put yeah, yourself you over so to the side of the field. You have to hike it where you hike it, and then I, just, I could kick it and then run. Can we get in time. touch with the Bills organization and have Anthony? I just, against I just want to see it just one time so I can yeah. laugh my head off, like. Oh God! Anyway, so how what's quick up? it would be blocked. But I think if that if Sam Martin really couldn't have gone in that game, I really believe that with Josh Allen's arm, you just put him in for fourth down, have him whip one. If he if they intercept it, that's just like a punt. And if yeah. it gets caught, then great, we have a yeah. we have a great play. Like I think that's what you would do if it was like fourth and long or something. Gotcha. But it didn't come to that. Sam Martin surprisingly, for how much he was injured, and, I, and people, sideline reporters say he was in a lot of pain. He did come out in the second half, and he had to punt mm-hmm. once. Yeah. And it was a forty-five yarder. It wasn't like a shit punt. So, nice. Not bad. Yeah, good for him. And the good news, we did sign a practice squad punter this week, which was going to kind of be difficult because you can only have two practice squad elevations, and mm-hmm. we clearly need a wide receiver and linebacker. But luckily, it looks like Sam Martin's good to go because good. they released this punter. They didn't call him up. So good. good. Oh, really? It was uh, what was his name? Matt, Matt Hawk, right? who used Hawk? to be ours. Yeah, he was. Yeah, was he was our punter. He was our punter during the perfect Patriots game when we didn't Ooh, need they, him at all. They let him fly away. Go yeah, back, like, go fly away, Hawk. He came fly back away. looking for some more bird seed, and we said, shoo. 
shoe hawk. Need you around here. <laughs> it makes me a little nervous because I hope like Sam Martin. I mean, I'm sure he's practiced uh, all week, but I hope he yeah. doesn't like yeah, I read know, it. But, but I don't think they, they'd make that decision if he was. I know, I know, you and know. I'm sure they told Hawks stay close, you know, and they could always sign him back to the practice squad next week if they needed to. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. But so, um, and then the big injury from last week that scared us all to death, I'm sure, was Tyrell Bernard. Yes. Tyrell Bernard goes down. He goes on a cart. Yep. Mm. It definitely looked like something was broken or something yep. major, like season ending for yeah. sure. Yeah. Then the scary thing is Bernard calls the plays, right? So we have no one now to call plays on defense. They put the green dot helmet on AJ Klein, who three days before was packing an RV, planning to go to Key West with his family. <laughs> yeah. He goes from that, from an RV to going in, calling defensive plays, and he was the number one tackle leader on our yep. team. He got 11 tackles. <laughs> oh, my crazy. God, dude. So go yeah. AJ Klein. Maybe give, our, awesome. maybe give all of our guys some of this time where they get just to really relax <laughs> because when they come back, they're just on fire. Yeah. That's yeah, insane. true. It, that was amazing. So, yeah, um, Bernard, surprisingly, and how bad that looked. We got yeah. reports right after the game that the x-rays were negative, so already we have a little hope, but. An ankle sprain, he's not going to come back, right? right. Yeah, ankle yeah. sprains can be worse sometimes, yeah. man. The MRI came back fine. It's not a high ankle sprain. It's a low ankle sprain, and he has not been ruled out for today's game, which is what? shocking. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, man. Right. Why there's, is video, there's video of him at practice, and it does look like he's limping a little, so people don't think he's going to play, but oh. they didn't, you know, they ruled uh, Coach ruled out four players, so Gabe Davis is ruled out, yep. Taylor Rapp. Me. Christian Benford and Balen Spector are all ruled out. Yeah. Benford's not, or um, excuse me, um, Bernard's not. So uh, I don't know. I mean, this is a big game. I know what you're saying, Chris. If this was a regular season game, I would agree. Like, don't still, push it. But still, this, but there's this a bigger could be game the last after game this. Of the se- May- maybe, then but there's a bigger Bernard. one after that. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, we're, we need if, Bernard on Kelsey. Like, to we Bernard. need Bernard. But if something happens to Bernard and we don't huh. have him for the next one or the Train. big one. I know, but training staff, I think they'll be caught. I think if he's in, he's good. We'll see. And again, I don't think they would put him in if he if it was that bad of him. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. And then we'll the see. other thing that I haven't heard is Taron Johnson that wasn't, and he, he's, you know, probably our second, well, he's probably our number one most important person in our backfield. Bernard's close. And I haven't heard if he cleared concussion protocol. He was limited practice. And he looked mm. fine on Friday. Obviously, he was fooling around and playing, but I haven't heard if he's cleared or not. So that one I'm a little worried about because, you know, if we don't have him or Bernard, then that's really scary. If we at least have one of the two, I feel better. We'll see closer to game time. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like last week when Ty Johnson cleared concussion protocol, we were told that. Like yeah. they released it. So well, maybe they're just not saying it because they're we'll psychological. Playing could games. be could yeah. be psychological too because. The Chiefs are in town. We're facing the Chiefs. Chiefs first time facing us at home in the playoffs. Not yeah. the first time playing in this kind of weather, though. They were just in freezing weather yeah. themselves. Right. Um, but first yeah, at least they're getting clear weather today. It's supposed to be clear for the game, which is going to be no. awesome to see a nice, crisp, cold, sunny football That's game. sunny. They play at 630. They'll definitely oh, be man. I thought, oh. The oh. I thought it was the four game. The four no, game. 630. No, oh, man. Okay. Sorry. Still clear night. Nice, clear night. Yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling? How are you feeling about this this game? What's your thoughts? If we didn't have our defensive injuries, I'd feel way confident. I still feel pretty confident, though. I think that, you know, this is the year Chiefs are kind of blood in the water. Yeah, blood in the water a little. For them, right? Struggling for them. And Bill's 
can smell the chum, like, you know. I think so. Bills I hope have, so, though. Bills have been on fire. Like, they seem like they're just picking it up more and more every week. And, like, yeah. despite these setbacks, like, they just, Josh Allen runs 53 it. yards because he just, it's all he on him. To. You know yeah. what he's going to so, do today? 54 yards. What's going to happen is they're going to kick the ball, right? We're going to receive it, and we're going to get hit at, like, the five-yard line. He's going to run it all the way back. No, and then he's <laughs> going to step back. He's going to launch it, and he's going to run all the way down there and catch it. <laughs> it can be done. It's been done before. Yeah, I know. I'll but show you video of Mr. Perfect pulling that shit off. God damn. <laughs> um, we also it, don't have uh, playoff Lenny. Yeah, they cut Leonard for now, which yeah. was just to make, I'm sure, practice squad. Because of the defensive uh, injuries. Because we needed to sign the punter. Yeah. But, and you can only have like 10 veterans on your practice squad, and he was a veteran, and then Matt Hawk was a veteran, so I don't know. Uh, seems like there was the way Sean McDermott phrased it. I think there might have been another reason too. He didn't just say it was just the numbers. He just said we're not going to get into why we cut Leonard Fournette, but we mm. wish him well. So I almost wonder if there was something else happening. But he wanted the ball more or something. Yeah, maybe he was bitching that he didn't get called up last week. But I don't mm. know. Well, so but yeah, if I, you look at the statistics, the numbers, it's crazy how similar Chiefs and Bills are numbers yeah, wise. This, and I think. Because in the middle of the season, Bill's numbers got a little skewed when we weren't playing great, but mm-hmm. it's very even. And Chiefs defense is, you know, in the top five of the league. The interesting thing is the one thing they're not good at is defending the run. They're like 27th in the league in defending mm. the run. So and this Cook, might be James Cook game. Yeah, Cook was it was on fire for a bit. They shut him down when we played. Who did we play? Dolphins. Dolphins quieted him down. Chargers, um, a lot of people did. Yes. After he had that crazy Cowboys game, people were then watching him more. Yeah, so so hopefully Brady comes with some creative things for Cook, things that people aren't going to read or know what's yeah. happening. Uh, he's not bad. He's not a bad receiver, though. You know what I mean? He can he can catch the ball, too. So it'll be interesting to see what we use uh, in terms of Cook and the run game. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't feel as afraid because I feel like Kelsey's not been himself the past few games. Right. No. Like, I feel like this thing with Taylor Swift long, is a distraction. He's... I'm just I'm sorry, but I think it's a distraction. And so he's not oh, yeah. completely having his head in the game. Um, Mahomes still looks good. Right. But I feel like what you're seeing with Mahomes is a lot of frustration in that he doesn't have a lot of his his the weapons he typically had with him right. in the past few years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now you're dropping. Yeah. So now you're seeing him without that. And he's just like frustrated right you can see it on his face sometimes but he's still pulling it off they're still pulling off wins but they're just not dominant that's the thing so i think i think the thing was is if you look at a lot of our last games with the chiefs even when we they beat us it wasn't by blowout numbers these were pretty close games yeah and so now when you have a team that's not you know on that level anymore with these close games now should show us beating them more you know what i mean does that make sense yeah so I'm we'll see. not completely worried, but there's always that thing in the back of my mind of like, what if they come in and they do something that just throws us all off and then everybody's just kind of reeling and then we all just sit there going like, what? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't want it. And the only reason I have that fear is because we've been there. We've felt that before. Right. We've gone in with confidence in a game and then watch yeah. it all completely fall apart and sit there stunned going, what is going on? I can't yeah. even watch this. So I'm afraid of that feeling. I don't mm-hmm. want to feel it again. So I hope it doesn't happen today, but I'm confident in that. What you said, Aaron, this team 
has found its like peaking. It's they're like they're hitting it. Yeah. They're firing and on they have all able cylinders to do it. Even with things happen, like you're talking yes. about, some sets them off and then they fall apart. Like that hasn't yes. happened in the last six games, right? They've had right. major injuries and they've right. still pieced and, it yeah. together and done yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And the last so. two games have been just. Con- continue to steamroll like there's it was it was building momentum then the net last game the the game before last building even more and then last one was just like holy cow these guys are like a a locomotive they're not stopping right right now we got this game with the chiefs in our house with fucking bills mafia yeah Yeah. hell yeah dude this is gonna be this is gonna be a big game this would be a great game to be at today yeah yeah Yeah. like if tickets weren't six hundred dollars holy cow I've, I've seen all the you know the players asking and coaches that like be as loud as you can be like Dion Dawkins saying we really need you today and yeah you know there's been a lot of if you're there do your part kind of thing you better go and lose your voice yeah Good. it's gonna be um it's gonna be crazy it and it's it's again it's one of those nerve-wracking games it's one of these games where I oh, say God. God I hope next week when we talk it's gonna be on a happy note and we know Baltimore won, so if we yeah. win, we're going to Baltimore next week. Yep. Yep. All right. And uh, Niners won last night too in a close game. Barely. Yeah. Holy I can't cow. believe how close I that know, was. I know. Holy cow! That would have been the upset of the century. I know. I was hoping. And it would have been great hoping. because if we win today, then we would have played uh, our home game again next week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. If Texans would have, won. have. Yeah. So anyway, anything else before you head out? Um. No, I think it, we right? just. Hope that we talk yeah. next week because on, on good terms. We'll just talk in general. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because if we lose, I don't know that I'll be here next week. I might be still <laughs> too sad. Okay. Well, that's understandable. We'll plan for we'll plan for a second. But we'll have to, she'll have to zoom in from St. Martin. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we're gonna just assume that it's gonna go. We're gonna keep yeah. going. Yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, Let's yeah, do yeah. this. We're, we got positive eyes, positive. We gotta energy. go to the championship game. Come on. It's gonna I've happen. never I've never requested the day off after the Super Bowl ever. And this year I did. So I did it for a reason. So let's let's make use it's of it. It's my birthday the day after the Super Bowl. Oh, so I want to be go. happy God. on my birthday. Oh, Dang. God. Nice birthday. It's a birthday present. miracle. It's got to right. happen now. Well, Aaron, thanks so much again for joining us and enlightening us with all the news and knowledge. Uh, until next week, go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. The Bills make me want to. <laughs> I'm not worried about today's game, dude. I'm not no, worried. Not at all. No. No, this we is our year, this. dude. It'll happen. This is our fucking year. You know what? I'm just going to ride it. I'm not going to get too emotionally involved. I can't. Except when we start destroying, then I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I got, you know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know, man. I just can't hang all my feelings on it because if they do lose, it'll be so devastating. Oh, at least I took off tomorrow. You did? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I'm off tomorrow. Uh, yeah, because my brother's in town. So it's his last day. Oh, so duh. he's I got no hockey sense. tomorrow. So oh, I'll be hanging sense. out with him. But anyway, yeah, back to bring back the mixtapes. Yes, sir. Right. So I've always wanted to do something with that title. I had I came up with that You've a long had that time for ago. A long time. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying I wanted to do its own show. Like I said I wanted to make years. it a, a video thing. I said at some point I wanted to make it just like a club where people we do mixtape clubs. You know, trade them. We're all a part of a thing. Yeah, and we just trade mixtapes, or it's like one person each month. Like somebody's, it's their responsibility to create a mix, and then they send it out to the whole group, and then you know what I mean, stuff yeah. like that. I thought it'd be cool. Um, and so I thought, why not do it for Harley Awesome? But we'll do it as a, like a mini series. I'd like it to come back regularly, and in the future, we'll have guests that they'll be able to come and come and on and bring mixtape, talk with you know, bring mixtapes and and send mixtapes and just people who are interested in sharing music. 
But also, when I say bring back the mixtapes, it's because it's that idea of what it used to be like when I was growing up. And I know you guys did it with CDs. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I know in your, your generation, you had the mixed CDs, but it's the same idea, right? Like when you made mixes for people or friends, typically you were trying to put a theme together or you were trying to expose them to things or you were trying to just be like, hey, you know, Jim, I know you're a huge fan of these people, so I found all this kinds of stuff. And this is back in the downloading days when you're <laughs> that on the C- yeah, your CDs <laughs> you're, you're putting together gambling. and you're getting like the acoustic versions of yeah, things for your dude. friends. You know oh, what I mean? Um, but yeah, or like back in my day when you're sitting there with a tape and you're listening to the radio waiting for your song to come on and then boom. Start and miss the first couple seconds of it. Yeah, dude. But that's what you would do, right? And then you'd personalize it. You'd like make the the, the cards. You'd write all the mm, songs mm, out. Mm-hmm. You'd decorate it, do all that shit. Or, or with the CDs, you'd list all the songs on the CD sometimes and then put little designs around the top or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember finding my mom's old sets of mixtapes, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She when still has them. I don't think she has them anymore, but oh, when I was young. too bad. Dude, this was like 50, 2015. Like do you think they would have 15, that story? Storage, you think ago. the cassettes? I don't know. Ask I could ask them. my mom if she still find has all out, those bro. Sets. I would love to. Like, could you imagine getting those? What would they be? She's got the one 90s? that's like a nineties, eighties, and nineties. No, eighties, dude. Because oh, I was born man. in ninety two. Look so, at those mixtapes, bro. From I know the she's 80s. got could one that like listening? one side is like Doctor Demento. Oh, get out! Yeah, dude. And That's then the awesome. other side was like DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince was on there, dude. Um, yeah, let me see if I can find those. Oh, that would be I wonder, awesome, bro. Uh, I wonder if my mother's mixtape. I wonder if my mother has mixtapes. Yeah, around. but so that was the thing, right? We we would do oh. that. And I thought I wanted to bring that back Listen. because sharing music with people, but in a way that becomes more like you're either, you know, again, everything I said, creating a statement with it, you're doing something with it. It became a personal thing. And music yeah, yeah, became yeah. personal, right? Yeah. Also... You kind of got to hear new things sometimes, and that, might that not could have be awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, that's what we did. So I said to you guys, I sent you a text, said this is what we're going to do. We're going to make mixtapes for each other, but there will be Spotify mixes, uh, 10 songs each, and then we have to have them to each other by a certain time, and then we'll talk about them on the show. Yes. And then I said, let's also not just do that. Let's have some other things we can talk about music-related. So I said, mm-hmm. bring five bands or artists that were influential during your formative years. Oh, okay. And then your five Desert Island albums. Ah. Albums you would bring with you if you were stuck on a desert island and you'd have to listen to them over and 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 and like a broken record. I I see it. I didn't I didn't doing here. I could have cut that. I could have cut that and then I'm going to like duplicate it and it's going to go for four and a half minutes. I'm just Oh man. Um yeah. So so this is it. So First welcome back, of, listeners, yeah. after that strange four-minute break. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <We're> the, <laughs> yeah, so this is the first episode of Bring Back the Mixtapes. Yes, awesome. good. Great. And we're launching it with the, the three of us. And then in the future, it might be me just doing a mix. and then mm. or, or if you guys ever want to do one, your yeah, solos, dude. you yeah. can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, uh, this was fun. I actually enjoyed doing this. Uh, it's It's been a while since I've actually made a playlist. You could tell. I am sorry that your playlist. I'm so sorry that your playlist. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're going to. We're going to. We're going to get into the first. The first part of what we wanted to talk about. (laughs) I am so sorry. You guys got to wait to 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 hear about this, listeners, because this is going to be good. I can already tell. Oh man. I don't need to instigate anything today. I'm just going to uh, kick back and watch. Here we go. He's we're going to be so s- jealous. We're going to start off with the five bands or artists that were most influential to you during your formative years. 
All right. So, um, let's do this. First off, are there actually like set years? Like, what are classified as formative formative years? No. Okay. It's whatever you consider your formative okay. years. That's what that's what I kind of assumed. I didn't know if there were set years, and I'm just like, mm. yeah. Okay. Nope. All right. All right. You ready? I'm ready for this. What you got? What's your number five? Number five. Yeah, I thought you said you're ready. I ha- I haven't pulled up right here. I got the list. Um, number five, we're gonna go with Ballyhoo. 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 Why? Um, Ballyhoo hit me right as I was getting through a big breakup, and it really kind of helped me. The, the reggae, this uh, new newer wave. What reggae. age? What age? Um, this was eighteen. Summer, uh, okay. summer, right after high school. Okay, so this is so like your this first is real like, breakup. Dude. This is like first real big heartbreak. And summer, summertime too. Like dude. summertime, summer there, heartbreak, dude. bro. I this the album itself, um, yeah. Daydream is I complete. I've talked about this on our past shows. I'm sure Chris, you've heard sure. the story before. Like I, I got the album from Warp Tour from this band. I think I bought it from the actual from Howie the singer um, in the crowd. Didn't listen to it at all. Went home that night from Warp Tour at Chris or not Chris's. Wow, that was weird. At Jay's <laughs> at Jay's house. At Jay's house and Jay passed Wait, who? out. Jay challenged Jan. Yes, that Jay. <laughs> and James Cody. <laughs> He passed out, and I, I threw the album on my computer, put my headphones in, and I went to go listen to it. And as I'm listening to it... You started crying? Don't lie. You started crying. No, I, I, I don't think I started... No, I didn't start crying, but I remember starting to realize that, like, wow, he's singing about a breakup, about how, like, his girl's cheating on him. And as he's talking about it, I'm looking at all the signs. It's like, like, he's oh, writing sh-. the songs to me. And so I come like, yo, dude, this is mimicking everything. And so, I was going through... Like, I was like, Jay, 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 Jones, Jay, Cody, K. My girlfriend's cheating on me. This song told me so. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was one of those kind of like uh, you, I was living in some disbelief and kind of seeing this. It just hit me, and your eyes were I, open, dude. It kind of it opened my eyes up. And after that breakup, I just went down this like new wave, like reggae rabbit hole, and yeah. kind of evolved from ska from there. But and it really kind of so ballyhoo, ballyhoo really fucking. So what so, are they consider? I've never listened to ballyhoo. What, what are they considered reggae or ska? They're more reggae than ska, but okay. this like newer wave. It's kind of like uh, it's not. It's, yeah, it's more upbeat, punky, punk influenced. Punk. Now influenced. are they they a bunch of white dudes doing this type of music? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Leave. No, like because that 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 informs a lot of it, dude. It really does. Yeah, I think they're uh, from Maryland. From Maryland. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I should have said that. Where are they from? They're from Maryland. <laughs> That's what I should have said. Cheap <laughs> uh, plug right now. They're going to be doing a festival at the end of oh, April. That's right. That I uh, keep flying ended up getting on the bill with. Oh my god! I wish I'd go see. It's why, why don't you go? Because I'm gonna have a 20 day old baby. You think? What if she goes? What if she's still pregnant at that time? <laughs> oh, then I definitely can't go, Chris. You know I can't. Like, hey, it's, wait, really, hold on a second. Hey, no. you deserve time okay, away. But hold okay? on, the baby's born, right? How many days is it? How many 20, days? Twenty days. No. How many no. days? I'm asking. How many oh, days? Twenty five. If, if it wait no so twenty four. It's about twenty four days. Twenty four days from the baby in. being born. Yeah. And her mom could help out. Like we drove out there for the show, saw mom, the show, and drove back. Like that literally, night. her mom for two days could stay at the apartment with her, just her, her and her mom God. and the baby. Chris no. and I will talk to Amber. Chris and I will talk to you. You know she'll, what? She'll say if yes. you guys want to talk that through with Amber, you guys finagle that, and she's like, "Oh yeah, that's okay." And it doesn't. Just and it doesn't be like, back. "Hold on a second. Twenty-four hours. Hold on a second. If, you if she do, says it's okay, what? And it's not impacting me negatively, and it's not like uh, I'm just listen. I'm just asking you. If she says that's not a big deal, what what would you do? 
I mean, if this is not going to be a big deal, we Listen, dry, go I'm asking you a question. <laughs> just ask a question. Answer if, if she's saying it's not going to be a big deal, then sure, yeah, I'd go down oh, there for this show. Oh, you're a bad father. You should say no anyway. You have a new baby. <laughs> I Don't know. You want to be with your Damn baby? Yes, you I do, do want to. I know. I was He's already to looking how to get go no, out for no, a pack no, of no, cigarettes. No, He's already looking at how to get... It's only 24 days. No, I wanted to fucking go see you so bad. All right, Jim, what's your number five? Um, y'all welcome. My number five is probably one that's going to be on Anthony's <laughs> list is Kiss. Kiss, really? Yes. All right. Um, back in middle school, Tony Hawk Underground. Okay. Um, I really got into Kiss through that video game and the that's songs awesome. they had on there. You could play as Gene Simmons. They had the one skate map where yep. it was a Kiss concert. That's awesome. Um, and so I just started listening to Kiss from there, dude. And I got into them pretty big, and then that kind of. I feel like that kind of helped lead me into a little bit. I mean, not that Kiss is all that heavy, heavy, but into heavier stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty rocking band. Um, and and again, that was that was that was seventh grade, give or take, because um, we were taking thing. music class in high school. No, in middle school, taking music class. We were learning how to play guitar. Mm-hmm. And one of our projects was we had to pick a band and come in and present about them and talk about them. Right. So I think you did Kiss. I, I did kiss, but I think I had originally picked um, Leonard Skinner, right? And then I opened a book and saw a picture of these guys. I said, "Oh, these are a bunch of hillbillies. I can't do this, dude." <laughs> <laughs> Look at these guys from so Florida. I'm like, uh, all right, we'll do Kiss. That's cool. Uh, I ended up doing Kiss, dude. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I nice love some Kiss. Yeah, I know you mm. do. <laughs> For me, um, my number five is Led Zeppelin. Nice, Ooh. dude. Yeah, I'll never forget my mom. I was probably like. 10 or 11 and my mom's like here i want you to listen to this and she pulled out led zeppelin 4 nice and she put it on and you hear that in the background and that hey hommy i was like whoa and then the music doll pops in and i was just like oh my god what the fuck is this and she goes um she goes, you can listen to it whenever you want. And then I think it was like maybe a month or two later, she bought me a cassette of it so I could listen to it in Anytime my Anytime you want. Nice. Nice. And that was it, dude. I wore that thing out. I absolutely loved that album. And then I was just like, who are Led mm. Zeppelin? And yeah. that, I think, brought me into a lot of classic rock, a lot of the harder, heavier stuff, Black mm-hmm. Sabbath, you know. And then just open the doors to my love for like rock and hard rock. Because before that, I'd grown up listening to my dad played the Beatles, which is great. Mm. But that's not Led Zeppelin. No. Or, yeah, God, or Black no, Sabbath, dude. right? Mm-hmm. He played Santana, which is awesome. And it's got this, but it doesn't have the same as as Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. So I heard a lot of like Three Dog Night, a lot of these really kind of groove-based, blues-influenced rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas the heavy stuff... But my mom brought me onto that, and that was it. Opened up the doors. Nice, but then, dude. ever since then, I've always loved Zeppelin. You know what I mean? Um, my favorite song in that album. There's two actually, back to back. I love the Battle of Evermore. Oh, so good. good and when the levee breaks. Oh. When the levee breaks has got such a just killer fucking drum beat. It's so yeah. simple, but the cavernous sound to it. Like when you lo- learned a story about how they recorded that album. And they actually set set the drums like in the center of this thing, this hall or whatever it was where the staircase was in a castle and hung the mics from high above so that oh, as so he get played, it'd that get that way, huh? acoustic reverse. So really? when you hear that acoustic oh, reverberation, that's not stuff that they did on the back end. That was recorded that way in the castle and in, in the way it was uh, oh, that's structured. Cool. Yeah. 
Well, you know, they just uh, they just found the original painting of the guy from the cover. Yeah, I did album. see that. Or they a did? photograph. An original photograph. photograph. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The sticker. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was just somebody found it in like a postcard shop or some shit. And, and we we're like, wait, this is very it, familiar. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out because there'd always been nobody like knew if it was an actual photograph or if it was a painting that they like used drawing, or what yeah. it was. They, don't, they had no idea. And then they finally found the original. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's, that's very recently, like that, this last year. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Zeppelin, four nice. for you. Nice. Right, four for me. All right, um, I'm gonna have to go with Kiss. For sure. Yeah, Kiss. Yep. Yeah, I have to call Kiss. Um, I you mean, call them. Yeah, uh, Kiss was one of those first bands. I remember uh, there was a po- point where I was trying to find and kind of like discover who I was and to fi- figure out my kind of music that I wanted to listen to. Yeah, because I remember my mother was like, you know, you got to go to bed, and you know, maybe if you want, I, I was telling her I, I, I want to listen to music or something because I don't because she would say I can't watch the TV. And she'd be like, well, what do you want to listen to? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, well, figure out a radio station and that. And I'm like, well, what's a good radio station? And I remember throughout that whole conversation trying to figure out oh, what kind of music do I like. And that was one of the first times I know I started listening to rock and roll. I remember this was like sixth grade, seventh grade. Ah, okay. And it was, up until then, it was kind of always listening to whatever my parents had on or pushed for me. And yeah. even then, still, there was definitely an influence from my parent, you know, from, from parents, but... I found Kiss and Kiss I just made me go, this is rock and roll. This is what I want to do. It's no rock and roll night party every day. Nice. That's <laughs> all I fucking wanted to listen to. And nice. So much so, like, obviously, I, I was in a Kiss, a Kiss lip sync band for years. Like, Remember when I saw the band, the Kiss band playing on uh, Grand Island this year? I was like, oh, shit, did Anthony get the band back together? <laughs> I have. I thought about it, seeing if the, if the guys are still around, if they'd still want to do it. I think the one if guy. If they're still around? If, if they're still... We're like, not that old, Anthony. <laughs> oh, they were all older. No, they were older. Much older. Yeah, oh, were they? Guys, yeah. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if they're all... They're like 60-year-old dudes. They're like in their like 50s. 17. Yeah, no. The, yeah, the, really? The two guys, yeah, the two guys are like 45, like 50. Yeah, they're like two older guys, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, I, I didn't I know was, that. I, yeah, I was, time, I was, yeah. Yeah, I How filled, I filled in. I was... 17, 18. <laughs> oh, my God. I, oh. Thought they were, I thought you guys were all about, about the same age. No, 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 no. They, they, well, uh, shit, someone, the someone, knew, someone knew me from a friend through uh, at Walgreens, and they heard that I liked the band Kiss. And they're like, oh, you do? Well, we're part of this. And they made a comment, and boom, and behold, I, He's I like, helped that'd be awesome. In. I would I'm love like, to I would do love, it. I would love to, like, no, be up on that. would be cool. And from there on, I got roped into a, list, a Kiss lip sync band. I would love to fucking do it. Again, I'd love, I'd love oh, to write, so hear him write a book about it, and we find out it was like a cult dude, and like <laughs> all this crazy oh, shit crazy. happened. Oh God! What's your number four, Jim? My number four. She's coming to town today, fellas. Really, really? Taylor Swift. Really, I really gotta say so. Yes, okay. because growing up as a kid, um, one of the big things my parents used to I always forget to was like she's been country. around for so long. Yes, yeah. uh, so I grew up in a lot of old school '90s country: Clint Black, Garth Brooks, Shania Twain, Reba McIntyre. And then you know, as I got older, coming into my own music, oh, what am I going to listen mm-hmm. to? Right, like I still like the country. Oh, well, here comes Taylor Swift right at the right time. Um, and I know a lot of her songs were geared more towards. Um, the experiences of females, but I still enjoyed the music. So, um, yeah, which I feel like kind of kind of guided me because again, at that time, I didn't like her when she switched and became pop, right? So I was still into the country, and I feel like it was still folky enough, which that's kind of where I get into that a lot of that folk music that I listen to nowadays because I listen because to of a Taylor? lot of stuff. Yes, I think yeah. that's what kind of guided me down that road. Again, her music wasn't quite folk at yeah. that time. Um, 
but it it kind of yeah opened you, that you path can, off the side of the road that I said, oh, I never knew that was there. W- nice. The song "You Belong with Me," you definitely can hear the folk ambiance on the guitar and stuff. Oh, there's like a lot. You can, you, hear, you can hear a lot. You can hear that. Yeah. Yes, a lot in there. Nice. My number four is Metallica. Metallica. Oh, that checks out. Dude, Metallica is like me and my buddy Ryan mm-hmm. love yeah. the band. Um, we used to do mouth concerts. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> For lack of a better term, mouth concerts. Uh, you know what? Stop. <laughs> I don't want to know what you and Ryan anymore, did dude. with mouth concerts. I'm sure so, it was a great time. I don't want to know. know. I don't know what else you would Here's call it. Here's the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so, I My, so the so you guys knew I grew up in that that cult school, right? Yes. Oh, don't blame them. And so they don't obviously secular music is the music of the devil. Okay. Obviously, metal is the music of the devil. <laughs> so to the principal, he would call it bebopping. Because huh? we we used to do this thing in class, Ryan and I, because we'd have like five classes together, and one of them was chapel, which is you go in and they teach you the Bible and shit uh, like that. Okay, okay, fun religious class. Yeah, like religion fun, fun. class. So, but it's in the church, so like you're in like the kind of the pews, and okay. we'd be like three back. Wow, and it was the principal that ran that one, so he'd be the one teaching oh, the class. God. And he, we always used to call him Barney Fife because he kind of looked like, like Don Knotts a little bit. <laughs> not really. Like if I think about it now, not really. But he had this way of like walking around with this. <laughs> it just he had the droopy kind of face, right? So, um, but we used to sit in class all the time, and I would like do what I just did, like the guitar sound. I'd be like, and he'd go. Like he would, he would do the drumming sounds with his mouth, like because he knew how to make it all sound. Just like he'd do it really he good. He kind of, and, and we would lit, and we would literally do full songs, like full <laughs> songs, do like seriously, and like I'd get to the lead and go. And one time we just got too into it, <laughs> and and he goes, uh, and the the principal goes, "Boy, I quit your bebopping." <laughs> <laughs> that was a good Don Knotts impression. But, but dude, my, I'm telling you, Metallica was the shit back then, dude. Like, yeah. everything that they put out in those early days was so fucking fire. So See, fire. See, it's interesting because I didn't get into Metallica, but like, and I mean, not that I got into them very deep, but I liked Iron Maiden, dude. Yeah, mm, Iron Maiden's great. You know, Iron Maiden Man. was great, dude. Yeah, Metallica just took it up a notch when those boys came out. They already yeah. took what the older guys were doing, and they just sped it up and went fast. They they, they were part of the the movement of thrash metal at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, and then the Black Album came out, which changed. It wasn't thrash. It didn't have that much. It was more of what we know of Metallica today, a lot of more mm-hmm. groove-based uh, groove based com- compositions. But yeah, dude, Metallica, definitely one of the ones of my formative years. Anthony, what's your number three? Number three from my years. Um, to break me from my little uh, rock fandom hold, it took a uh, real big fish. And they fucking just put a solid foundation because I went into high school hearing about this band called AKS, which was like the, the local ska band from our high school. Uh, and my buddy Josh had, showed, had told me about them. I'm like, all right, cool. But YouTube only doesn't have a whole bunch of songs for that for me to listen to AKS because it's a local ska band. So, in that, in finding them, they turned me on to Real Big Fish. Nice. And that defined what, to me, what, like, oh, this is ska. 
And that was who I became for the next four years of high school. And nice. I became a little fucking rude boy, fucking checkered <laughs> vans, uh, trying to wear skinny jeans, should not have wore skinny jeans, <laughs> band t-shirts, flannels. Uh, I, had a, I had a fedora phase. Um, <clears throat> a fedora? You wore fedora to school? I had, I had a fedora phase. Did you get beat up? No. You were oh, one physically. of those guys. Okay, Alex. Fedora. Okay, Alex. a fedora wearer. I had a small phase. It was like a chunk of months got made fun of. I didn't get beat up, but I got made fun of. <laughs> and then it, mostly by my family. And then I, <laughs> I got rid of it. That's brutal as fuck, dude. Family's picking on him at school. And, and his, their friend's like, no, you should probably even be like, no, fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Rubik Fish fucking established nice. that and just... God damn, what would I be without my ska? Oh, God. I know, right? Jim, what's your number three? <laughs> my number three, I'm going to go with Eminem. Okay. Because right. um, it informed a lot. He informed a lot of the type of hip-hop that I listened to. From the first album, like Slim Shade? Um, or or yeah, was it was a certain No, dude. You know what? I really started getting into Eminem more around Relapse, right? Okay. And then um, my senior year of high school, um, uh, what was the album after that? Relapse was that the one with uh, Watch You uh, Watch You Burn? No, with Re- that's I think the next one. The one um, okay. Yeah, the one I'm thinking of. That came out my senior year of high school, and that was like the fucking soundtrack to the summer after I graduated high school. Um, yes, but dude, I remember being a little kid when when the Slim Shady show came out or whatever the Eminem show album came out, dude, and like the guy across the street from us, dude, I must have been like four or five years old, but like hearing him blasting out of his car, and I'm like, oh my, what is that, dude? What is that? And it was nothing I was allowed to ever listen to, right? And then growing up, seeing the music video for Ass Like That when it dropped on MTV, <laughs> dude, at my cousin's house, because again, I'm still not supposed to be watching and listening to this. Yeah. Um, and then as I got older and was able to, you know, explore stuff like that, um, a little too. bit more um, harsher, more colorful language, uh, more adult <laughs> themes. You're like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I fell head over heels for Eminem. So. Yeah, like, Jim, what are you going to do? You're 18. He's like, you know what? I've been wanting to listen to this Eminem guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> the, un, the, un, uh, the, the explicit Unedited, version. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Prince Fucking Eminem's a wordsmith, man. That's somebody. oh my god, he is. Dude, he's just like oh. again, a wordsmith. The way he, the way he weaves his his bars together and and word plays and like I can still go back and listen to his music and still find things that I had never. Like, what the hell? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, this is insane. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if Chris has ever shown it to you. He showed me the. Um, there's a guy that does a YouTube video where he'll show the lyrics broken down by color to show the rhyming scheme and the patterns oh, by the different verses and bars. And it's cool. You see simpler you know, lyricists, yeah. and it's like, you know, one or two patterns, and then you see something like Eminem's, and it's like, fuck. Yeah, dude. It's like n- a completely different level. Yeah, it it's is. really cool. It's insane. What about yours? Chris? For mine uh, is Guns N' Roses. Ooh. Ah, interesting. Because okay. Guns N' Roses... Like Guns N' Roses now... <laughs> you heard Axl Rose sing, dude. When um, oh my god, yeah, it's it's rough. Oh, I mean, when no. you get older, sometimes there's certain things that you shouldn't do anymore. Or yeah, there's or a lot of evolve. things they did over the course like, of their lives that they probably yeah. shouldn't have done that have made it so that their singing's not. No, good. I'm just saying, like you should probably just shouldn't do it anymore. Uh, yeah, like, I get you want to like do something different. Then, like people want to hear those, but like re like reimagine the songs yeah. do them now yeah. where you can do your range and actually change yeah. it up a little kind of like know? queen how it's still the band but it's uh somebody what else is, what, whatever his face is singing yeah no, or, but he does a great of... job dude i'm not 
They didn't get rid of what Freddie even... Mercury. He got rid of himself. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck what? was wrong with you? <laughs> okay. I was, just, I was just oh, going to say, like, back to still, when, though. How about when Rush was so playing anyway, their last few years? Anyway, Guns N' Roses, yeah. um, I grew up, I remember when I was in the fifth grade, or, f- yeah, fourth or fifth grade. Okay. I lived in a house, and my the neighbor behind us, this kid uh, I was friends with, we used to jump the fence all the time and play in each other's yards and stuff. Or okay. He had a basketball hoop in his in his driveway, so we'd go and play basketball. And that's who I used to play D&D with in his garage. Yeah. And I remember one time where he's like, hey, you got to listen to this. And he had Appetite for Destruction oh, on tape. Oh, nice. And so we were listening to it in his garage, and I was just like, what is this? Like, this Guns N' Roses, right? And I think I saw a video of theirs on MTV, and so we started seeing what they were like. And anytime we'd play it, we'd pretend to be them. I'd pretend to be Slash, and he'd pretend to be Axel. Like, <laughs> and we would just hit the, the tape and then pretend like to put on a performance, bro. Nice. But I fucking loved that band, dude. And then like, even when I got into high school, their Use Your Illusions 1 and 2, they this double albums that they put out, were like iconic for that era. Like literally iconic. Almost all the songs on them were like little mini masterpieces it was mm. insane it was insane november rain was a part of that was it oh, okay that, that okay. Uh, collection um a lot of good songs um but yeah dude guns and roses i would say was very form was influential during those formative years or many summers they were playing nice um fucking i I've, I've been axel rose a couple years in a row for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so yeah guns and roses that's not a bad choice at all guns and roses my number 2 uh all right <laughs> um let's see here um, I'm gonna go with Kiss again. <laughs> if I could, I would. But they're the uh, Avatar versions. <laughs> I don't know how I still feel. You know, too fan. Go on from that. Um, Green Day. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, Good. That makes Say, sense. Dude. Um, alongside my whole little high, my high school kind of like self, like kind of discovering who I am, along with the the ska, you know, I got a little punky, and Green Day was that. Uh, I remember being a kid when American Idiot first came out and you hearing, you know, Boulevard of Broken Dreams on the radio. And that was just like, oh, that to me, that was Green Day. Mm-hmm. And I remember I remember there is a old, one of the seniors in high school and I was coming up as a freshman had uh, he's like, here, you should listen to this. Uh, he gave me a Streetlight Manifesto CD to get into some new ska. And he goes, here's a Green Day. He goes, you know who they are? And I go, well, yeah, American Idiot. He goes, no, like real Green Day. <laughs> and as a kid, I would, you know, how I am. Like, what do you mean real Green Day? Very <laughs> fucking oblivious. He goes, no, 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 this is it. And he had me listen to Dookie. And that right there is like, oh, this is fucking awesome. This is punk. And that right, without that, I think I could have went a very different direction throughout high school if I had never gotten that like kind what, of what? What do you think? What do you think direction you would have went through? I don't know, man. I could have been well, like one of those new like metal. Justin Timberlake? No, man. I could I could have been like a J. I could have been a JT kid or I could have been like one of those new metal what? kids. What? A JT kid? Like the Justin Timberlake kids. I could have oh. been like, you know, one of those kids. Or I could have been like. Paul. Yeah. I don't know. Or I could have been like, you know, one of the... Pitbull. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Could you imagine anyway, yeah. Anthony listening to some Pitbull, dude? No. Listening to reggae yeah, tone. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, I, I, don't, I don't mind reggae tone. Listen, DJ if we music. had done more than five, Green Day's definitely in my top ten. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's Word. a good one. Word. What do you got for Word. your number two? Um, Ziggy Marley. Really? Yes, dude. I I am huge fan of reggae music. I love reggae music, and obviously, like I'm sure most uh, white kids in the suburbs do, they come to reggae through Bob Marley. Yep. Um, but then kind of expanding, my mom or had through a, ska. <laughs> yeah. My mom had a yellow two door Cobalt Chevy Cobalt, right? 
right when I was graduating mm-hmm. high school. So I used to borrow that thing. That was the car I'd zip around town in, right? Mm-hmm. And she had satellite radio in there, XM satellite oh, radio. And yeah. Channel 42 reggae. was the reggae station. So I was listening ah. to that all the time, dude. Um, but then I started, you know, listening to a song here by an artist, a song there, a song here. Um, Ziggy Marley is really the one where I started diving in and actually listening to albums from beginning to end. Um, and just some of the songs I just I just like. Like the lyricism, I like the message, like a lot of reggae is that way. Yeah. Positive, mm-hmm. upbeat, lifting Spiritual. message. Um, reflective of like, okay, are we going to continue on this way or are we going to look forward to better days here? You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and just, it's, it's just happy music. Just happy music. Whether they're talking about something happy or not, the, the groove and the beat and the, the instrumental is usually popping. Mm. Nice. So, yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. My number two is Pearl Jam. Ah, Ooh. that figures. I figured. Makes big Makes time, sense. big time. Nice. Grunge was came out and exploded right during my formative years. Yeah, like my my earlier formative years in in middle school. Um, it was, it was just some. It was something else. Like it was so different. It was like it felt like this is our rock. Not mm. classic rock like my parents' rock. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Not like the 50s rock like my, my grandparents' rock. This is It was is something ours. new. Like, it had been a while since we'd seen something yeah. this new like that. Yeah. It, it, was, it was a lot of uh, exactly what grunge sounds like when you hear it. That, like, it had a muddled sound sometimes, mm-hmm. very thick fuzz, a lot of anger and angst. But Pearl Jam had a little bit of a groove to them. And then the songs, like the way he would sing were about like – a lot of the things he dealt with growing up, some mm. of the abuse, some of the just fucked up shit that he experienced. So when you yeah. listen, I remember being a kid and just being, when you're a kid at that age, you feel like your parents don't understand you. Adults don't understand you. You know, everything is magnified to the 10th power. Every emotion you have, you know what I yeah. mean? Like things, well, cause, cause things, things you don't know how to handle these things, things are yeah. the yeah. end of the world to you sometimes, yeah. like literally the end of your world. Mm-hmm. And when you're like that and then you hear, this guy that's singing with all of this emotion and he experienced things himself. You're just like, so I'm not alone. There's people out there. And Pearl jam was one of those bands, man. That first album from beginning to end is complete classic. There's not one dead song. Oh God. What a great, great, not one dead song on that album on their first try. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then the story, like I became so infatuated with the band. I used to, we used to have, because I went to that school. Yeah. Uh, after school, Ryan and I would walk down to the library. It was like a block over and to the left. And we'd go back to the periodicals and I'd grab Rolling Stone magazines. And then the, the first time they had Pearl Jam on the cover, I mm. stole it. I took it home. <laughs> I'm like, this is mine. <laughs> well, you know, the Florida library system's coming for you now, Chris. <laughs> Mr. Bo- Mr. Bookman. <laughs> Detective Bookman. Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam is definitely one of the influential ones. And like I said, when grunge hit, it was it. That was mine. That was my thing. Good. Yeah. Nice. It's crazy. So I'm interested to hear what your number one is going to be then. Yeah. Number one, Anthony. Number one for me, formative years, establishing a fucking foothold. The, the Beatles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I said the Beatles. Yeah, that's great. Um, that was some good timing. <laughs> Fucking yeah, the be- again for me. If, like, if it was longer than five, I, the Beatles would be in my top yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah. This was hard to put on it because I didn't want it to feel like it was just like oh, it's the Beatles. You have to put on it. But this very much was 
when it goes back to informative years, this was not on my original list, but really thinking about this as we're talking, I have to add this because the Beatles, I, this brings me right back to my grandmother who I'm growing up. I was always with, and I would be singing the, even the classic early meet the Beatles with the Beatles tracks, the, the the 50 bubblegum pop doo-wop stuff where it's not all experimental and drug fueled yet just completely ingrained in my head. Just, I, I love that music. That's I've always loved that. You no, know, that bubblegum pop, that early stuff. And then even so on, because I've already have that exposure to the Beatles, the minute I get into guitar, the minute I start evolving as a musician, I start branching in and appreciating them more and further. And even still now to like listening to, uh, while my guitar gently weeps, you're just like, fuck as a guitarist. You're like, we don't deserve this. <laughs> this is so good. Do you know, but there's like, be, as yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, the Beatles top bar. You don't got to apologize to him. There's <laughs> a there's a line in Superbad where they talk about the kid Zach Morris. They're in the convenience store. He's like, "You ever see this kid's eyes? You look in his eyes. It's like the first time you heard the Beatles." <laughs> yep. And I always love that line, not because it's like when you look in someone's eyes, blah blah blah, but it's because if you are a Beatles fan, mm-hmm. you know exactly what that means. You know what it's like the first time you ever heard the Beatles, and you're mm-hmm. just like, "What? What? You know what I mean?" Somebody's crying. Somebody's crying. <laughs> Holy cow. He's crying. Ah, sorry. But, dude, it's it's great, dude. The group, the Beatles are – that's dope. What's your number one, dude? The Beatles. No, it's not. Swear to God. Just get the yes, fuck out is. of here. It is. It is. Because that's funny. Uh, being a kid, when I was a young kid, right, driving around in the car with my parents, um, my mom had a copy of the Beatles 1. Oh, right? the hits? Yeah. Yes. So always listen to that. That's and awesome. There was you another one she had. There was another one she had. It was, uh, it was black. It was a black album. Um, and it had a, it had like, I'll want to hold your hand on there, but it was them singing it in German. So it was like a couple versions in German on there, right? Oh, wow. So that okay. was kind of cool to hear it like that. Um, but the Beatles won, the majority of it is the old school Beatles, like mm-hmm. the, or the original yeah. bubblegum pop, yeah, early, early hits hanging over from the fifties. Right. So then when I started hearing other things and I'm like, yo, this is the Beatles. Like rubber soul yeah. and shit. Wow, Revolver. it's okay for bands to change their sound like this? Holy cow, dude. Um, yeah, dude, and then getting into their later albums, Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band. Oh, God. Um, and all that, dude, listening to Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds for the first time. Yep. Wow. Talk yep. about an expansive, um, just not just discography, but discography discographic i know that's not a word but sound yeah like how they changed. they evolved they were yes, evol- an evolving dude. band shit. they definitely evolved they didn't stick with something and stay with it and that's kind of like what i was talking about with guns and roses like yeah, i get yeah, those yeah. Are your hits and stuff but like evolve to start doing things that match you're not a teen anymore you yeah know what I mean? yeah yeah so yeah no that's dope dude but then but then um where I was going to go. I had something I was going to say. Oh, you were just saying about their expansive sound, the way they evolved. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. But as a kid, dude, like, I was obviously very sheltered as a kid. Uh, um, So I don't know how you guys experienced it. But growing up, I looked like, oh, people from back in the day, they're prim, proper, perfect. They never did any wrong, dude. Mm -hmm. And then learning about the Beatles and the things that they did and where their music came from and like, oh, my God, that's what this song's actually about. Like, like holy cow, same yeah. with Johnny Cash. I'm like, yeah. oh Johnny yeah. Cash, prim proper, whatever, yeah. dude. This dude, holy shit, man. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely impactful and nice. And, yeah, my number one, Nirvana. I knew that mm. was coming. Nirvana, that was it. Mm-hmm. That was for me the epitome, the group for grunge. That was the top one for me. Yeah, I'll never forget being in science class and 
before class started, we'd get there early because I think it was the first class of the day. And so a lot of times we'd get there before the teacher and we always left the lights off. And it was it was like um, uh, the 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 labs. That's how they were set up. So it was it wasn't like lab it wasn't, Yes, it was lab stations. It wasn't seats. Right. And so I remember I used to sit in the back because the back wall was this huge thing. It's all windows there. But then it was a counter along the back. And that's where the stations were facing that way. Uh, but like when the teacher was okay. teaching, everybody just turned turned around and, yeah. and watched. Um, but I remember this kid, Bobby Hollingsworth was like two or three up ahead of us. And we were all there at night. Like a bunch of us were there early and the lights were off and we were just talking and stuff. And I heard him saying something and he's opening his bag and pulling out a cassette tape, right? And that's contraband in this school. You can't mm. have that, right? That's devil music. So, yeah. but he's he's got this and he's talking to somebody about it and he's like, yeah, it's out of Seattle. And I was just like, what is that? <laughs> I went over there, right? And it was a copy of Bleach, their very first album, nice. which is different than... Never mind, which is what explodes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bleach is is punkier. It's heavier. There's more like you can hear metal influence in in there, okay. like Sabbath mm-hmm. influence in there, um, but a lot more a lot more raw sounding, right? Like to me, it's it's raw, and then Never Mind is a polished version of stuff. You know what I mean? A little bit of an evolution. Well, they got a bigger contract for a second. But Jesus, dude, I remember being like, what is that? And he was like, oh, it's this band Nirvana from from Seattle. He's like, it's called Bleach. He goes, you can borrow it if you want. And I did. And I listened to it. And I was just like, jaw <laughs> to the floor. Jaw to the fucking floor. Like, oh, my God. Hmm. I, oh. This is awesome. I need to know everything about this band. I need all their music. And I found out that was their first one. But there was a new one that was about to come out. And I was Dang, like, dude. oh, man, I can't wait. Into and the then MTV premieres smells like teen spirit and i knew that they were going to be premiering this nirvana video so i was like i gotta see it, i gotta see it and as soon as you heard that it was like oh my god these are my dudes yeah. look at them they're just like me they're like normal they wear jeans because before that yeah. you you have you people your wore their stuff your... that they wore on stage it wasn't yeah, yeah, just yeah. what they wore every day street clothes yeah. right these guys played in their street clothes, in their Converse, in ripped jeans, in their flannel shirts, their band T-shirts. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's that's what? Fucking that was it." Then I, when I was playing guitar, asked my dad to teach me how to play guitar, and he did. And I, the first thing he taught me was knocking on heaven's doors, and then he told me to learn the rest on my own. And the rest I learned was like Nirvana, Green Day, fucking <laughs> Pearl Jam, Metallica. Nice. <laughs> there you go, man. Fucking yeah. formative years. Hell yeah, dude. It was awesome. Word. Damn. Yeah. We're going to take a quick, quick, very quick little commercial break. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? I want to take a minute to tell you about the Struggling Artist Record Club, formerly the Get Punk Record Club. The Struggling Artist Record Club is a monthly vinyl subscription service in which Trev Allen, host of the Struggling Artist Podcast, curates an album from an independent artist to send directly to your door. No need to leave the comfort of your home to deal with long lines or gatekeeping record store clerks anymore. Whether you've been collecting vinyl for years or you're just starting out, the albums you get from this record club will no doubt become essential listening for years to come. So what do you say? Why not give it a shot? There's no lifetime commitments and the cost is literally what you'd spend at the big box record stores. You can sign up for just one month or throw caution to the wind, raise the horns, and go all in with three-month, six-month, or 12-month options. So head to strugglingartistrecordclub.com and start adding to your collection today. That's strugglingartistrecordclub.com to sign up and become a member of the dopest vinyl subscription service around. 
so that was really quick. Only because we have this and then another segment at the end where we go through our mixtapes. We're not doing news? This is not... What are you talking about? It's a special I know. episode. I know. With this kid? I know. Somebody smack him. He's like, shit, what? dude. I spent six hours this week finding a news article. <laughs> you told me to read it. You mean six minutes at breakfast. <laughs> nah. Um... All right, let's do this now. Now we're going to talk about our Desert Island albums, albums you'd bring with you on a desert island that you would have to listen to over and over and over and over and over. You, you guys oh. realize there's not that many Desert Island-themed albums to choose from, right? Well, we'll see what you picked. We'll see what you got, if they're the same as what we picked. Um, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna kick this one off first. I'm going to go first on this one. Okay. Oh. And it's it's basically... Uh, it would like obviously because we just talked about a lot of influential stuff. So some of those albums are going to show up here. On here. But number five is going to be Led Zeppelin's Four. Oh, mm. okay. Because That's again, great. great music. Every song in there is a banger for me. I could listen to it over and over and over, which I did as a kid. Like I remember going to bed at night with head big headphones on and plugged into my my stereo system with the and that listen yeah. to that tape. See, I, I'm not. It doesn't phase me anymore because I just heard you gush about it ten minutes ago. So yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> It's anyway, amazing. that's my number five. Okay, cool. What's yours? Anthony. Oh, what's my number five? Yeah, I'm okay. going last. Um, we're going to go right off with 2112. This is one that... Oh, uh-huh. rush. Little rush. Little rush. Little I rush love... for your island experience. Oh, I love, I love Rush and I love 2112 because, I mean, first side, just 2112 alone as a masterpiece is great. And if I'm stuck on an island, that'll take me on a fucking journey because <laughs> I'm not going to have a TV. You're right. You're right. So if I need to fucking have some entertainment... It's a story, dude. Get lost in the story. Plus, the other side got some fucking rocking tunes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? At some point, I'm going to figure out how to make a primitive form of a stringed instrument. <laughs> and start playing it and while I'm, you're there. I want something that's going to be challenging and be like, listen, figure out how to make this work. And I'll learn how to play 2112 on the fucking bambooed uh, loot zoot that I fucking make. He's using a bambooed cracked open with the string. Hair string. He's used no. He's using intestines from the monkey. Oh god, sinews. Dude. sinews? Uh, I'll figure uh, it out. Jesus that's disgusting. But twenty one twelve. Nice island style. Yes. Jim, what do you got? Uh, Wild and Free by Ziggy Marley. Ooh, oh, figured I'm on a desert of island. We already heard about this, so <laughs> okay, well, that's it. Um, this uh, was this was the first album of his that I, I listened to and actually dove into and listened from beginning to really? end, dude. And I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Nice. Um, I don't have a copy on vinyl, but I'd like a copy of it on vinyl. Nice. Right. Yeah, Chris. My number four, Enter the 36 Chambers, Wu-Tang oh. Clan. Mm. That's just the, my absolute favorite album. It's the first album. It's the iconic one. And I, that's, again, something I could listen to over and over and over. And, over and, and here's over. the thing. I don't know all the lyrics to all the songs. So you can still So enjoy I could it. listen to it to try to learn <laughs> every lyric to every song. And then like I'll be there all by myself on the island, but I'll be rapping with all these different members. And so I'll be like, oh, I'm with them. all these people, right? I'll be getting drunk on like coconut fermented coconut water. It's gonna be it's gonna be like the one Pirates of the Caribbean with Captain Jackery's with himself. That's gonna be Chris just with a bunch of different personalities all just rapping. Exactly. We're like, exactly. yo, dude, it's been like two weeks. Are you okay? <laughs> you went full Captain Jack. Chris, we haven't us. even been here for twenty four hours. <laughs> We're not even marooned. Get back on the boat. There's multiple personality disorders shining through. Oh already. god. There you go, Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> Anthony, next. <laughs> Dookie. Gross. From uh, Green Day. Oh. Dude, we already took a commercial break. If you had to go, you should have went, dude. <laughs> uh, Dookie from Green Day. 
epitome of just my some punk en- uh, punk enjoyment. Yeah. And it's one of those ones I can blast on repeat, have fun, and enjoy it. When I'm pissed off on the beach, be great fucking one to blast. Here's the thing that sucks. It's so fast. It's a yeah. quick album. It's punk. So you'll be done quick and be like, all right, now what do I listen to? Well, let me Play it again. Flip it over again. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll listen to it over and over. Cool. Yeah. All right. Dookie. Dookie. Word. I, it's, I love it. It's a banger all the way through. Instant classic. Banger. I hardly know her. <laughs> My next album. Yep. Jimothy. <laughs> Get ready because this one's a mouthful. Ready? Uh-oh. Music from the motion picture. Oh, no. The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. Who's by the Nick composer? Cave uh, and Warren Ellis. Oh, nice, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's all instrumental. Nice. Um, but I don't think I've ever heard fucking, it. Dude, the movie is great. The soundtrack is phenomenal. It's so, phenomenal, dude. Why? It's very impactful and emotional at moments, especially when you know, like, at what point in the movie, like, these play these songs are played. Um, yeah. And, and I just, I love simple, classical, instrumental pieces. I listen to a lot of soundtracks, but this is probably one of my favorites. Nice. Original so, scores. Nice, dude. It's like when in past what? lives, Jim, you were like the person that had like the giant mansion that just had like the like the the Victrola uh, player, the, yeah, the Victrola just playing the just just opera, just classical. Next time music you come in, over, in I'll show house. you all my I'll show you all my classical records, dude. He's I got, working. I got all nine study. of Beethoven's uh, symphonies, dude. I got all kinds of classical music. Okay, number three. Number three. We already just talked about this as well. Pearl Jam's ten. Mm. God, yes, dude. This was this was this was a consideration for my list, just because, like you said, it's just nonstop from the beginning to end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Point to one song that's bad. Exactly. <laughs> you can't. That's, yeah. And for me, I love it. Like I, it's it had such an impact for me at a formative time that I could listen to this forever on repeat and probably not get sick of it. See, I got into Pearl Jam when I started hanging out with you. Damn. Um, and then when I moved to L.A. Same. I listened to their discography a giant chunk of the way. Dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how so. you this is how you like remembered and like felt like you were still hanging out with Chris. Yeah, so. yeah, a little bit. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Anthony, come on. All right, number two. Number two for me. I have to go with. Wait, number three. Sorry, number yeah, three. We are on number three. Uh, watching movies with the sound off. With the sound off uh, for Mac Miller. Mm. Um, this will be my hip hop choice submission for if I'm going to be stuck on an island. Uh, this is again. I don't know every lyric similar similar to you. with Thirty Six Chambers. I don't know every uh, line off this album, so I could definitely learn it to enjoy it. But also, like the one songs I do, the songs I do know off this one, love it lyrically are great and have some great beats. Uh, and you know, nice. I take this with an island to me. Nice. Take this nice. to, with me to an island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Went all Yoda on you. Oh man! All right, my next one is going to be another soundtrack. Okay. Okay. Into the Wild soundtrack by Eddie Vedder. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, All right. Oh, again, it's a lot of just like simple, simple music. It's nothing too complex. Um, lyrics go a lot with, uh, you know, things that go on in the movie, but uh, it's just so good, dude. It's so good. It's so good. And it's another one of my, my favorite soundtracks. And to, to be on an island listening to that yeah that works yeah oh, hopefully absolutely. like if you're you've made a life and you're okay yes yeah things are fine you're you chilling reminded yeah you don't want to be like oh the impending doom that's coming <laughs> fuck because this song is set to a dude that was stuck somewhere and ended up dying in the wilderness <laughs> what the fuck bro <laughs> um but again just eddie vetter dude like like yeah. it's one thing to hear eddie vetter with pearl jam but then to hear his his solo stuff um and in order that he did this this for a a, a sean penn movie like yeah mm. It's not just an album. It's for a purpose, yep. you know? 
I, I'm going to give uh, Jim bonus points for picking soundtracks, too, for movies that he enjoys. Because if you're stuck on an island, not only are you going to enjoy the music, but if you know the movies to that point, you sit down, you watch that, you listen to that music with like your eyes closed, you end up like feel like you're watching, watching the, movie the movie too again, dude. You no, know? maybe, maybe you, you got that much of an one. imagination. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, next, maybe. Chris. Next, number two, The Beatles, The White Album. Oh, nice. It's hard to pick one Beatles album I because know, there's so dude. so many good ones. Where I you're was like, going to say, oh, let this it one be, has dude. this song, this song, this I song, know. and this song. But for me, I feel like the Beatles' White Album was one of those iconic albums where they were doing a lot of more transitions of sound type stuff. What they were going to do, and it's so many good songs on that album, mm. so many different types of music on that album mm-hmm. that it's a variety of Beatles sounds without yeah. it being a greatest hits. And it's a double album, so. Yeah, it's extra. So you music. get extra music. There you go. <laughs> it's cheap. There you go. <laughs> the Beatles' White Album. That's a good fucking choice. That Rocky Raccoon is one of my favorites, dude. Nice. That's good. I want to get a little Rocky Mac- Raccoon tattoo, dude. I always loved Maxwell Silver Hammer. Yeah, because oh. I'm always just like this dude's just going around killing killing people. people. <laughs> and they're singing it all happy and like I love that song. That's one of my favorites. They got a couple songs that are like you're listening. You're like, wait, oh, okay then. Uh, all right, dude, what do you got? Number two. Number two. I, I actually uh, will credit this one off to you, as well as you, because the the Pink Floyd influence is strong from both of you. Um, but I was introduced to Pink Floyd really through you, Chris, and without that, I don't know where I'd be as a guitarist or a musician, like, for real. Like, I'm a little bit, at times, I don't want to say ashamed that it took me until, like, my, like, late 20s to listen to Pink Floyd and, like, really appreciate it, but also it's kind of like fine wine. It took took time for me to mature. To really appreciate. That's okay, dude. The first time I listened to Dark Side of the Moon, I didn't like it. It was awkward like it. first time. But Dark Side of the Moon is the one I'm choosing for my number two because that's a great fucking album. He's also I planning on having LSD one. with him on that island. Nice. Oh, I'll, t- I'll find some sort of fucking chemicals or some shit. He's finding like fucking plants. the poisonous some... frogs. He's like licking the frogs and shit. <laughs> yeah. shit. Listen, we're on an island. Let's, we're going to experiment. Anthony, we're gonna Anthony we need to build a fucking shelter. Put the frog <laughs> down. <laughs> he's he, like, Ugh. He turns over to you and he's got the spiral eyes. <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm looking at you like your food. That's awesome. Jim, what's your number two? Uh, my number two, uh, well, I'll go with my number one because it's already been said, Dark Side of the Moon. Obviously, okay. if you know me, I'm a massive Pink Floyd ba- uh, fan. They're one of my favorite Copycat bands, here. if not my favorite band. Um, and that album, it's just so complex. Mm. It's so beautiful to listen to. Um, like Anthony said, I'm sure there's some sort of substance or berries on that island that you can eat in a small quantity that won't kill you but give you some sort of... Experience. relaxing effects um so just put that on lay out on the beach next to the ocean and the watch waves the crashing at night and just watch the stars dude and hopefully you're holy cow you're uh you're in a place where maybe you see well no because you don't want to be there in the winter time i was gonna say you see the aurora bro could you imagine seeing uh, that? Yeah, you want to be on a desert island no. in the i mean desert island i'm thinking the, maybe wherever you get the best anyway. view of like one of the best meteor showers he, did, he didn't say it was a tropical desert island. he said desert island <laughs> Deserted island. He said deserted island. Well, no, maybe I did say desert island. Desert, so it's got to be tropical. Yeah. All right, dude. My number one, mm, this Pink is Floyd. Uh-oh. Animals. Ah, I figured. I, I absolutely love that album so much. Again, that's another band where, for me, it's hard to just pick one because yeah. yes. Wish yeah, You Were exactly. Here is great. The yep. Wall, yep. Uh, yep. Animals. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And then even... 
like I really do dig a lot of the later stuff after Roger Waters left the band you just, too. You just say that to stuff. be difficult. That's no, all. No, I know. Why do you have like to momentary and lapse in reason? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. I did like what that. Are you album. just trying to oh, appease sure people did. listening? All of no. a sudden, you're just all into Division Bell. Oh, okay, Division. That no, I don't need Division <laughs> Bell. But you probably prefer What's some the, line, the, the, the final, the final cut. Oh Christ! I do. I love that album. I'm turning your mic with Rollover. I really do. Now you're just trolling. Now you're just trolling, bro. Come on now. Come on now. I really do, man. What's your number one, Anthony? Number one over here, Kiss Alive 2. Okay. Not one? No. Two. Two's the iconic one. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess, I, I, I see, I wouldn't know if it's... I would think so, Would it? you? I, I don't know. Or the first Kiss Alive was, was more Kiss, iconic. See, I think Kiss Alive is the first one. I think that one... Because I wasn't that big of a Kiss had, person, so I'm not... I think that one had uh, I Want to Rock and Roll Night and Party Every Day, the live version. That yeah, I, I wasn't really from. a big Kiss fan either. So, so I, I think that's... No and that kind of cover album. But Kiss Alive 2 is the one that had Love Gone. It had the, oh, you wanted the best. Now you've got the best. Yeah. The hottest band in the land. Anthony loves Love okay, Gone. Okay, his, his, his favorite is Love Gun. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would kick off with Detroit. Gene, show me your love gun. You know what that song's about, oh, right, Anthony? Yeah, I do. It's not about, <laughs> a, not a, not about uh, Cupid's little love gun that he flies around with, dude. Uh-uh. Nice, though. Uh, That's a good album, dude. dude especially a live it. album. Yeah, when you're, you, if you're stuck out there to listen to a oh, live album yeah, like you're there, yeah, yeah. that's dope. You know? I try to think there. That's cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Cool. My last album is another soundtrack. Okay. okay, but this one is a compilation of different music put together. Oh, that's an awesome! Um, from a movie. Oh, I know it. Yeah, dude, the soundtrack's just fucking <laughs> phenomenal, dude. The Which Devil's one? Rejects. Oh, that's a good one. You get a little bit of taste of a lot of different things, so it's not just one thing over and over again. You know what I mean? Um, and then just the songs that Rob Zombie decided to include on that album, it was just like, oh, dude, you curated this album like perfectly, perfectly. Yeah. It's great. It's very much I. I've never thought of a soundtrack as a playlist, but actually, you know what? I think you, you well, nailed it's, it. It's a, it's it's a, a playlist. playlist. It's a playlist, and it's because it is curated to fit songs, to fit the scenes. It's like a mixtape. It, it's yeah. a mixtape in itself. So fucking a. Good, this one is good the other two. The well, other two could, it could, could, could actually just be like like if they didn't have anything to do with the movies, they'd just be regular albums, and they'd be great. This is this an is actual compilation this, yeah. type style soundtrack for a film. So mm-hmm. cool. A little different than the other ones I chose, but. I like that. Cool. Yeah. Good there you go. picks, guys. There you go. Hell yeah. It's not bad. Not bad. All, All right. right. Yeah. All right. We're going to take another quick little break, and we'll be right back. You know what really makes us mad is wasting money on CDs with only one or two good songs. Yeah. Tell them about punk. Yeah, we got this CD called Punk. It's loaded with our favorite tunes, man. Yeah. Just listen. This Punk CD has 36 tunes, man, and I'm telling you, they're all great. Yeah. Get Huey Lewis in the news. Romantics. And the fix. Why don't you, say, say what you, mean. you 
you can only get this CD by calling this 800 number, man. Yeah. So call now. All 36 of these great songs on two CDs for only $26.95. Or two cassette tapes for just $21.95. Here's how to order. To order punk, call the number on your screen or send $26.95 for two CDs or $21.95 for two cassettes plus $4.95 shipping and handling to the address on your screen. Rush delivery is available. Remember, this special offer is not sold in stores. Welcome back to Bring Back the Mixtapes. Welcome back, guys. Volume 1. Volume 1. We're going to call it volumes instead of episodes. Nice. Yeah. Do you remember getting those? Now that's what I call music. Oh my volume God. one. Yes. Yeah, so we're volumes. I remember that. I remember volume Like audio, four. right? Volume. Yeah. Uh, two, 2004. Or whatever. That one was the one Measuring that. Measuring uh, liquids. Volume. <laughs> hey. Uh, that was one of the first like CDs that I remember as a kid starting to hear like Stacy's Mama Has Got It Going On. Okay. Uh, and like bowling, like other songs like that was kind of like, oh, what is this? And that's kind of started me to go like, maybe kids I need my. No, it wasn't a kids bop. It was it was on my stepmom had the. Well, now that's what I call music. That's not what we're talking about today. Oh. <laughs> the main segment of today's episode is the mixtape. Yes, the art of oh, the, the mixtape. Mix yes, <clears throat> the art of the mixtape. We were to make mixtapes for each other or mixes on Spotify. Mm-hmm. It would be cool if we had all had cassette players and actually made mixtapes. Now that would be dope as fuck. I do but, have a cassette player. Do you have a way to record onto the te- cassette player from, audio, from Maybe. I'd have to digital? see if my mom still has her old cassette player. Because I used to fuck Dude, I used to fuck around with this thing and, like, record things on it all the time, dude. Like, I started doing my own, like, radio show. And, well, like, hold on using, a second. When you play, how would you record music onto it? Um, you would. There's a record button on it. You would just press the record button and record whatever's Uh-oh, coming no, out the radio no. or something. You got to oh, record no, no. the song direct to the thing, not through the speaker. Not a mic to a speaker. That's weird. Oh, well, that's how you did it back in the day. No, you didn't. How'd you do it? What? Boombox. Are you serious? Oh, it was a boombox. You had one of two things. You had one of two things. You You listened to the radio and you waited for your song because they would, it's usually a rotation. Yes, yes, yes. So you had your hand ready. You had your thing. It's on record. Your finger held the pause. Oh, right through the boombox. And as soon as it, it played, boom, you let it go and it would record. I see what you're saying. Then they started putting out boom boxes with dual, dual. decks. Yeah. And then you'd get your friend's tape, and you just, and you just want this tape. one song, and then you'd put that song on or here, that, and then yeah. you, that's how you'd build your mixtapes. I see, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, but before that, poor, that's what you what had What kind to of do. poor man's shit is that? Hey, it's a mixtape, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's better it's like, than no, like, no mixtape. That's like lo-fi, lo-fi mixtapes. <laughs> yeah, mixtapes, oh my God. Um, Dude, gym, it's one of the gym cuts. I barely hear this Led Zeppelin song. What the fuck are you doing? Like, no, you got to pay real close attention. But anyway, attention. so the idea here was the the assignment was to create mixes for each other, and mm-hmm. we didn't have to give. We didn't say what the theme was. We just did it. Yeah. Because moving forward, there's going to be things yes. we're going to do certain things with this. But for this one, it was just an open thing. So make a mix and send it to each other, and then we'll talk about it on the show. No, oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. So I made a mix for Jim. I made a mix for Anthony. Anthony made a mix for Jim. Made a mix for me. Jim made a mix for me. And he made a mix for Anthony. Anthony. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, now Wait, you got one from Jim? Now, here's the thing. I didn't know yours. I, never, I didn't see what yours was. Yep. Did you see mine that he gave me? No. Okay, cool. Because I have no clue what's Yeah, on. I don't know what yeah. either one no, of you gave I, the other one Vice either. versa. So, 
the what we're gonna this is how we're gonna do it. We're going to open up the mixtape that was sent to us by the other person. Okay. And then we're going to say, this is what they sent me. Okay. And so we're just going to go off and go through all the songs real quick and say okay. what they are. Okay. Okay. So you're going so, to go first? Yeah. You all go first. And I'll tell you, this is the one that Jim sent me, the playlist Jim sent me. Okay. If my Spotify would work. Right now, it's all frozen. I can tell you what it is. I have it saved. I know, but I want to pull it up, dude. Here it is. So first of all... <clears throat> Typically, when it comes to a mixtape, you want to have a vibe, a feel, uh, or a, a theme, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Immediately, Jim sends me this, and I see the title of it, and I was like, okay. And after seeing the title and then the songs, I was like, all right, you got the assignment. You understood <laughs> what this means. You you came up with something good, good, that good, had good. a reason for being the way it was. Put together. Yeah. And this is called Music to Sit Beside an L.A. Beach Fire By. Yes. It opens with the toys to smoke two joints, reggae. Then it goes into a band called Duran Jones and the Indications with a song called Cruising to the Park. Then it transitions into Tupac and Dr. Dre's California Love, the original version. (laughs) From there, we get The Weeknd, a song called Blinding Lights. After that, a little bit of Ziggy Marley and the Melody Makers, Higher vibrations. From there, we check out Washed Out with a song called Feel It All Around. Then, let's get that California flavor again with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg with Nothing But a G Thing. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers kicks in with Into the Great Wide Open. There you go. Very California sounding there, too. Then, just to make sure you were feeling good, Ice Cube with It Was a Good Day. And to really ride this out, like really just ride this vibe out at the end, Riders on the Storm by The Doors. Yes. That's the playlist I got. I got to say, what was your thought in putting it together? (sighs) My thought in putting this together for you, um, I know you've been stressed with work. Oh. Eating at you. Um, and I know last year was kind of stressful with, you know, some things that happened with Leyland's surgeries mm-hmm. and all that. So I thought to myself, why not put a playlist together for Chris to sit, go to California, sit on the beach and have a beach fire and just chill out, dude, and, and just hang out, man. Enjoy the California vibe. I really tried to get that in there, right? Um, and I tried to include a lot of, like, obviously there's certain songs that are L.A., bro, right? Like the Dr. Dre song, the Snoop Dogg song. So things like that, because you're going to hear that. You're mm-hmm. going to hear that out there all the time. doesn't matter. Um, so really just kind of kind of capture that California laid-back, mellow vibe, but then throw some other things in there, too, that maybe you'd never been exposed to before, but kind of kind of just going to be keeping it chill. Yeah. 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 I dug it, bro. I, good. I was listening to it. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is dope. And then good, like, good, it kept good. going. Some of these things I'd never heard before. So I'd never heard the original vo- version of Smoke Two Joints. Oh, really? Oh, I've never heard this. Really? Okay. Yeah, so I was like, okay. this is awesome. Like, this, I, this feel, I was like, and it makes sense. Jim's sending me reggae. You know I like yeah, reggae, yeah, yeah, so yeah. You, th- you threw that in there. See, and I tried to, the way I placed the songs in the order, too, was kind of like a, a journey, like smoking your two joints. You're getting ready, dude. You're going down there. <laughs> now we're cruising to the park to go start our fire at the end. It, oh, today was a good day, and now oh, you're getting chased off going home by the rain in... 
Bro. In, he told the in, story. Yes, dude. Wow. Did you not read the description? I did read the description, but it cuts off. Like, it just stops oh, at reflect oh, on how. Oh, that sucks, It just dude. stops at reflect on how. I see that now. Oh. Yeah, dude. But yeah, dude, I tried to make it like a nice little, like, like journey, a nice relaxing, like, uh, vibe. Yeah. Nice. So. Yeah, so um, I dig these songs, right? Good, I didn't good, know good. Duran Jones. Okay. Fan oh, now. Oh, I dig. Yeah, yeah. Fan now. Yeah, his other stuff is great. Definitely checking that out. Weekend I like. I like The mm-hmm. Weekend. I like Ziggy Marley. Never heard Wash. No, I'd heard this song, Washed Out. Feel it all around. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the theme to Portlandia. That's why I'd heard it before. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I nice. just love the song. It's a great song. But, I mean, when you throw in California Love, nothing but a G thing, and Some it was ones. a good day, I was like, oh, this is that vibe. This is that yes, California dude. vibe. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh yeah, it had a feel, bro. And then Riders on the Storm, I was like, this is a great way to end it because the storm's coming. You yep. hear it throughout the song and then it just plays out and the little keys are playing out. Mm-hmm. And, oh, mm-hmm. It's just such a, it's a good vibe. See, good and vibe. Like, like, I know you've never been to LA, but I know there's a lot. There, I feel like there's a lot you would not connect with and you wouldn't like, but then there's a lot that you would. And this is a part of like, that just hanging out at the beach, dude, smoking a joint and, and, and just chilling, dude. You'd be you'd be all about that. All about it. So I recently saw that my Southwest Miles, the my points. Oh, nice. I could literally take two trips to Seattle and back if I want. Nice. For free. Damn. Well, just pay the taxes and stuff. I didn't know you got Southwest points. Yeah. Nice. I have mad Southwest points. Good. So Good. uh I might be taking a trip out west here. Good. Do I might it. hit up California, hit the hit the beaches. Do it, dude. I think yeah, we should man. do a hardly awesome trip out west. I'd go. I'll do your California tri- uh, leg of the trip. Let's do it. All right. I, Anthony, yes. now here's the one that Anthony sends me. Um, Is it titled? Uh, let me see. Yes, I got to pull it up. Chris, I think. I don't know if I titled it. Well, first of all, I want to preface this. What was it that you sent to me saying you were intimidated? What did you say? It was intimidating <laughs> to make a playlist for you. Because I know, because I, I don't make playlists a lot. Yeah. I, I don't make them. Yeah. And and I know how much playlists are a thing, and like the idea of a mixtape. So to be like, all right, let me get some fucking music to put together for Chris. Okay. What is worth that? And that right. and I did not get the idea of tell the story. Like I did that wasn't when I think of putting together playlists or a mixtape. It's like I'm introducing music. So we'll to, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Let me so go yeah, through what's yeah, on yeah, here. Okay. So yeah, that's that's here. kind of how. All right. Yeah, he calls it for Chris from Anthony. I do like the the artwork though. <laughs> it's a it's a overhead shot looking down of a messy ass room. Oh, like I gotta a, see the picture. Like a room, just all like a like a kid's room, all like messy it's all and shit. Here shit. you go. So that's exactly. So the first song it opens up with "Welcome to Paradise" by Green Day. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Then it goes into "Christina, She Doesn't Know I Exist" by Streetlight Manifesto. Not really a fan of that band. Meh, it's okay. Don't take offense because... No, I'm, I'm not going to take offense. Next, it goes into The Spins by Mac Miller. I think I've been on record before saying not much of a Mac Miller fan. Well, he's trying to get you to be a Mac Miller fan. I, I was, this is what I was thinking that this... this <laughs> the, well, we'll get to it. I want to know what the point to the... It, we'll get to that, right? After that, The Girl Next Door by Watsky. Another Mac Miller-esque kind of rapper. Okay. Okay. No Jelly Roll? Not no. my style. It's okay. I mean, it's not It's not Ice Cube or Dr. Dre, but I get it. Okay. Then, Scott's a Dork by Real Big Fish. Okay. A little bit of redemption. I like Real Big Fish. 
I remember when Real Big Fish first came out. I had a group yes. of friends that were hardcore Real Big Fish fans. Like they literally knew all the stuff they would say at live shows because they mm-hmm. went to so many of the live mm-hmm. shows. And yeah. some of the stuff they just repeat and say all the time to different crowds, right? Um, so not bad. All right, cool. We got Real Big Fish. And then Sloppy Seconds by Watsky again. <laughs> right back in. And then Suplexes Inside of Complexes and something. I can't, it doesn't say. By Mac Miller. I was like, wait, was this an accident? Did, like, because sometimes if I hit play on something and it, uh, it'll glitch or do something and it goes on to the next song by that artist instead of finishing out my playlist. Or you're recommended, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was like, what's, why is it doing this? Like, did the playlist stop already at Real Big Fish and like now it's going on to the other singles from the artists that were on here before? I'm like, what's going on? No, he put two, oh, yes, I did. the duplicate artists in. It's okay because we had yeah. Dr. Dre twice. That's nothing wrong with that. I know. I'm, I'm but, not. But two guys I typically am I know. have gone on record <laughs> being like, I'm not a fan. Next, Blink-182, What's My Age Again? Okay. I'm a fan of Blink-182. I remember, you know, again, when they were coming out, just being into that stuff and, and, and being like, this is a, 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 pretty, a, a cool band. Pretty dope British band, huh? Then Unsainted Slipknot. Kind of threw me <laughs> off. Kind of threw me off because I was like, okay, so there's a vibe here. We have we have punk, we have a little, we have ska, and we have new rap, which has this kind of like vibe, right? This whatever, like some more ska, some more new rap, some punk, <laughs> fucking metal, just drops in my ball sack. And then an acoustic version of the song "Overkill" by by Colin Hoy. So "Overkill" is a song by Men Down Under. No, the men at, men at work. Men at work. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But okay. he does an acoustic version from the show Scrubs. That's that's gotcha. where this. Okay. That I don't know. Maybe he did it before that, maybe, but the, I, it, it was prominent from Scrubs. So as Scrubs. soon as I saw it, I was like, "Oh, Scrubs." Yes. I like the song, so okay, and that's nice to kind of end an, an album or something on a chiller note. Yeah. But I was very confused at this playlist. Like I was yes. trying to be like, <laughs> what's he trying to like? What's the point? Was this like fuck you, Chris? I'm going to make you listen to something now. Like was the, was this like a, I got an aggressive? You right where I want yes. you. Was this aggressive? <laughs> was this an aggressive move? Was this a I'm power sorry. move? <laughs> Don't cry, oh, dude. No, no, no. I'm laughing because. <laughs> All right. So what what was what went into making this playlist? Because you sent me a thing saying uh, you didn't know what to give me. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. So it's trying not to laugh. Because I didn't mean it as a passive aggressive like power move. It wasn't meant to be that, but there was very much a to me to build you a, a playlist of music of like what do I want Chris to listen to? It's kind of like a I yeah, I but why? Know. Like what is it? What was what was so the, so that's what I was trying to think. So I pick songs that make me think of you, dude, of our friendship and stuff. So a bunch so apart <laughs> apart from that, and then while I was doing that, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna see if I can get him on some of my deep cuts of like some of like the Mac Miller Watsky that I do enjoy. So it was a I'm gonna get him to listen to some rappers right now. And it was a bit of a power of like maybe if I sprinkle in some like stuff that really makes like this is like some stuff that like men at work because of the scrubs, slipknot. That's you introduced me to that song and that's what fucking hooked me. He was me trying to do it. a subliminal thing where he would 100%. drop these here and maybe I'd like them now because I like all these other pieces. <laughs> was here's the thing, like, what was the what was the why the two repeated? You know what so, I mean? Why so not I had, something so else? The way I, because um, those are the two rappers that I really try and push for. And, 
I really try to sell you on <laughs> those all, two. So, of all the rappers out there, those, those are, the ones are the guys I he's try pushing to sell. For. I, those are the two I really try to sell you on. And I but figured, you know what I think? I know, I know. I tried. I tried. So I think other, that was this was a torture thing. No, it wasn't it was meant. Move, it wasn't bro. meant to be a torture. I'm sorry you took it that way. <laughs> I tried to give you a deep cut from Real Big Fish, the Scott's Adore. That was cool. That was that was, it, cool. that was meant to be a deep cut because I'm like I don't know. Like I know you like Real oh, Big yeah. Fish. My, that one right my there, I didn't know that. So I remember that's a fucking. Jessica and Jordan absolutely loved them so much, and that was a big song. Yeah, that was one of those like I know, like if you we haven't we haven't jammed out to that one. That was one, and but yeah, it's like Streetlight Manifesto though. It's Christina. It's the one yeah. song I always sing, and I know, you always that's fuck the one with, I, and that's why I always fuck with because I can't stand it. <laughs> I, I I can't listen to it without thinking about. But you it reminds now, me. It reminds him of your guys' relationship. So that it. is where that was. So I just want to point this thing. out. You guys have a friendship. But here's again? the thing: he doesn't. He doesn't play. Like he doesn't play it the same way. Yeah, like, he does it a certain way, and it doesn't really sound the way it sounds on the <laughs> song. So when the song was starting, I didn't know what it was. I didn't see the title. I was driving, and it was on the. It was on right. And so when it got to the chorus, I was like, "That motherfucker." <laughs> You fucking asshole. Why would he put this on here? <laughs> Next. <laughs> oh, God. And then it went from that to Mac Miller. I'm like, what is he doing? Oops. What is what is he doing right now? Oh, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Jim, you go. What'd you receive? All right. um, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. You make it jealous. He, he had a little bit better. Of a the playlist, playlist I received from Anthony was um, it was basically just Mac Miller's second album. <laughs> With a little bit, of, <laughs> little bit of Watsky sprinkled in. No, dude, it was. Um, there we go. Okay, so he sends me this album. It's called or this this mixtape. It's called. So you like ska? Question mark. <laughs> and it's literally really? a playlist of all ska music. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Is it really? It is. is. It absolutely is. It really? is. Yes. Yep. Okay. I didn't make it through. Well, let's. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. No. So it opens up with um, Streetlight Manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> is it the Christina song? Oh. No, it's nine millimeters in a three piece. Nine millimeter oh, in a three piece suit. Okay. Then it jumps to Real Big Fish. Okay. Sell out. Oh, good one. Okay. Less than Jake. All all my best friends are metalheads. Yeah, it's a that's pretty decent. Uh, mustard plug. Oh, you're uh, going old school. And this this album cover kind of creeps me to fuck out because creepy looking. Mister Smiley. Yeah, dude, he's giving you all the like the like the, the OG. old OG stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, survey says though. cold showers all around. Survey says is a local. Um, Up all night by Suburban Legends. I don't think I ever listened to them. Uh, Save Ferris. Oh yeah, the world is new. Say Ferris gets their name from Ferris Bueller. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the whole Say Ferris campaign. But I yep. didn't know that it was a female singer in that band. Yeah. Yep. Did not know that. Yeah. Uh, we go to another band with a female singer, uh, No Doubt. Nice. Spider Webs. Eh, We're going. That's ra- you didn't go deep cut. You gave radio a radio hit. That's okay. Back I, to I Real Big idea. Fish with a cover of Take On Me. Okay. Which I love that song, the yep. original one. Um, and then we're finishing it off with the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. The impression that I get. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, he he sent me a mixtape of ska music. I have. Um, so you said you love that song, "Take on Me," the original. What did you think yeah, of the real yeah. big fish version? Um, I thought it was good. It was it was it was good for the um, the genre that it was done in. Mm-hmm. I yeah. never said, "Oh, I wonder what this would sound like with horns and and like kind of okay. punky." You know but when you mean? heard it, yeah, I was you, like, "Oh, fits. yeah, this is good. This is cool. I dig this." So, uh, what were your thoughts as you were listening yeah. to it? To the song or do you all of it? The, the whole playlist. Mix. What are your thoughts to the playlist? Um, well, 
I'm not the biggest fan of ska. As much as I love reggae, I'm not mm-hmm. the biggest fan of ska. I think this was a nice little introduction for me. Um, I did like some of the songs. Some of the okay. other songs, I was like, eh, it's okay. But I didn't think any of the songs were like, oh, this is terrible. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm I, not going to listen to this again. I, I mean, this is it's probably not something I'm going to go out of my way to put on. Um, I mean, maybe there's a couple songs on here. Because, like, I, No Doubt, and I like No Doubt, mm-hmm. right? Um, but... I could see myself revisiting it if the if the the vibe I guess what I'm looking for summer moment is right yeah yeah summertime. wait till the summertime mm-hmm. yeah it'll yeah, have and a I'm better in like a little kick or oh, something yeah. it'll, I want a little punch bro yeah. it'll have a different vibe in the summertime when you're off Driving. and you're in your apartment open your screen door mm. sit on your thing while you're smoking and it's sunny out and yeah, it's I gorgeous bet. I bet. Oh, yeah. have yeah. that coming out from inside your apartment you'll yeah. be in a different yep. headspace with it word mm-hmm. word because yeah, like I said it was all there was a lot of decent songs yeah. I have a question for you, Anthony, in terms yes. of that that one. Why do you hate me so much? <laughs> it was... Is this, it was, this, no, was, this no, was your, no, this was this your was, power no, move. No, this was I your aggressive... See, this, was, this was not meant to... No, because I had an intention with Anthony, this one as well. No, no, no. Accept what he's saying and just say, yes, Chris. No, 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 because, <laughs> no, because it's funny that you're like, oh, deep cuts, oh, radio hits. No, these these actually the reason I chose that would have been that, better if he was like, yes, fuck you, bitch, got you. <laughs> you, you know what? If I w- I wish I would have thought of that because I you know what I almost did that because no, I had it's, no. It's good. It's good. That's a good list to if well, you're trying to introduce somebody to Scott that doesn't listen to it or might have already predetermined notions mm-hmm. of it to give them some OG shit and be like, this is why it hooked a lot of people. Mm-hmm. These are the songs and the different bands that hooked all different kinds of people. That's what Again, hooked me. aside from Streetlight, and I don't know, so, uh, I think the Urban one, I don't Suburban know that Legends. one. Uh, I know Survey says, but they're kind of local. They're not national. Mm-hmm. Whereas all the other ones were mm-hmm. pretty big in the scene. Yeah. Well, um, so yeah, you got a pretty good mix of introductory Yeah, and it, was, it was good. Like I said, it was good. I enjoyed it. Well, that was speci- nice. specifically, those were my hits for each each song. Like Those were the ones that hooked cool. me. Cause, Into Ska? Yep, those were the ones. I remember... Big um, Mustard Plug fan? Fucking loved Mustard Plug. So what yeah. was your intention with that? Was to My intention, those were my introduction to Ska. So if you aren't a fan of Ska, those are the songs of each band that said, hey, that's what hooked me here. That might might make you a fan. <clears throat> might get me in. Um, I want to know, what was your... Impro- what was your what was the impression that you of, got? <laughs> what was the impression that you got of nine millimeter and a three piece suit from Streetlight Manifesto? Because that was one of the first He's, songs that wants... I listened to on Pandora, and that right there was what is this? I need more of it. And I had such a weird reaction that I'm always interested to hear people's reactions to Streetlight Manifesto because <laughs> they're always um, argued to not be they're they're considered what's called fourth wave ska. They're past that pop punky. They're this like Folky, aggressive, a lot of stuff, but then very melodic. Yeah, it was so, very melodic. Um, I'd consider checking them out based on that song. Um, I've never heard, like, I've heard the name of the band before, mm-hmm. but I've never heard their music. Um, based on this one, it was, I liked it. Like I said, okay. I liked it. I'd check them out. Um, right. I don't know. I say check out their album, Everything Went Numb. It's yeah, good. is that that album? That's from their second one, which technically is a cover album they re they redid an entire album that they had written as a previous band and they ah, didn't like okay. the way that it was it, it went yeah. down to the studio and they said no i've seen bands do that yeah, before like swift re-recording <laughs> they, her stuff right now well they yeah. signed they signed they signed with victory records and victory records said hey well, we're gonna re- re-release your old tra- uh, tracks as catch 22 and they said not if, if we if you'll let us let's go back in the studio and do it our way that we wanted to mm. and that's where nine millimeter i liked how their uh their version of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's fun. Interesting. But 
Cool. Yeah, thank you, dude. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you. Next. Now, uh, what Chris sent what me. What did Chris send Now, you? I, failed, I failed this because I didn't even title it. I just called it Jim's Mix. <laughs> Jim's Mix. Yeah, it's, um, it's literally just called BBTMT-Jim's Mix. I'm like, oh, okay, very With creative. some AI... Generated artwork. <laughs> yeah, the AI course. artwork is good. What's your artwork look like? Because I saw mine. It's kind of similar. It's off the same creations. Oh yeah, it's it's like virtually almost identical. Like in, it's, it's almost just like, like different landscape. different bushes in different spots. That's all. Okay. <laughs> it's like basically the exact same thing. He used the same artwork. <laughs> he said, "Do the exact same thing, just slightly different. <laughs> Move the plants around." Okay, so that this is the playlist he sent me. Uh, we're gonna kick it off with mayonnaise by the Smashing Pumpkins. Ooh. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to get Seasons by Chris Cornell. Then we're going to Molly, 16 Candles in parentheses by Sponge. Mm. Then we go to Incubus with The Warmth. Sick of Myself by Matthew Sweet. Pretty Penny, the 2019 remaster by Stone Temple Pilots. Soup by Blind Melon. Somebody to Shove by Soul Asylum. Waitress by Live. And then lastly, we're closing it out with Umbrella by Dog's Eye View. Yeah, and then I sent you a text after you. I saw you titled yours. Yeah, of what the album was supposed and to be And so called. I said the theme to this and to both of yours was, and not that you don't know this, but it was like, welcome to the 90s. I yeah. wanted to expose you guys to, maybe you've heard of these bands and you've heard a song by them. Mm-hmm. But let me play something or give you something you've not heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe if you had heard it, it's still a good song. But also to just kind of give you also this exposure to just the variety of what that genre, that alternative sound was during the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What would you think, dude? Um, so I knew most of these bands on here. Yeah. Um, I think the only one I didn't, I had never heard of was Dog's Eye View. Um, oh, and Matthew Sweet, I guess. Um, but I, I'm familiar with everybody else. Um, and there's a reason why I like their most popular songs and not the other songs. Yeah. Uh, and this is exactly why. I really? Was not, no, I'm kidding. I, oh. I, I, I enjoyed <laughs> yeah. this a lot because I know a lot of these bands. I know their popular songs. But now to go and see maybe some B or C songs from them. You know what I yeah, mean? Deeper um, cuts. Because yeah. that was the point. Like I knew you guys would be familiar with the bands. But I wanted it to be this thing where you're like, oh, like I know they're popular one, but this is good too. All right, now yeah. let me go see their discography. Let me yeah, go visit yeah, yeah, them yeah. and see what they actually have. Yeah, you dude, know? and and I love all these bands, so it's not like I know these bands. I'm oh, like, nice. Eh, okay. okay, I do actually enjoy a lot of these bands. Come up when um, so I listen to the playlist. It's called um, Spotify shit. playlist plush. It's okay, plush radio on, oh, okay. on Pandora, okay. right? And it plays a lot of this music. All right. But mostly like 90s the, the hits. music. Yeah. Yes, majority. They've been doing better lately with getting some deeper cuts. Um, but like Chris Cornell, I want to check out a lot of his his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I want to check out a lot more of his solo stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I want to deep dive into him. Uh, Incubus. I want to listen to more Incubus. I never really got into Incubus, and I feel like I missed something. They there. evolve. They yeah, start yeah. out a certain style, a, a certain style, but then they start to evolve. Like cause there's a lot of funk. Okay. There's a little really? bit of metal added in there. Okay. Because um, I always thought they were more metal, all, dude. It's They started out slightly, but they're a little heavier, harder rock with, with like funk. Okay. And I don't know. You'd have, to, you'd have to hear the early stuff and then see how they evolve to where they go from there. Okay. What did you think of um, Pretty Penny by Stone Temple Pilots? Uh, I, I actually had to look to see if I'd heard this song before. 
um, because I do. I have one of their compilation albums, yeah, and it's not on there, so I had not heard this out of this song before. But I enjoyed it. It was it was good. When I first heard this, when this album first came out, I remember thinking to myself immediately how Beatles influenced it sound. Mm, mm. Like if you listen to it, you're like, holy cow, this sounds like yeah. something the Beatles might have evolved into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did. I loved that song. Um, yeah, um, you had me sold. The minute I saw the title of the song when it came on, Molly, 16 Candles, you had me sold on that one right away. That's one of my Obviously, favorite Obviously, because I'm a John songs. Hughes mm-hmm. fan, but um, yeah, dude, it was a good playlist. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, it was a good 90s What would you think of Smashing Pumpkins, that opening, that kind of chiller opening, and then it goes into the um, song? I don't know. I think that was an okay way to come in and okay. open it with, with a, a little bit. Because when it comes to this type of alternative music from the 90s, I feel like... You like it or you don't. Yeah. Um, because for the longest time, I wasn't into this type of music. Yeah. Um, I wasn't into Pearl Jam. I wasn't into Nirvana. I wasn't into yeah. Pumpkins. You yeah. Know? Um, and then once I started listening to, I don't even know how I came across him, but Oasis. Okay. Yeah. And I started getting into that kind of music that way. Dude, yeah. Right. So if you like this type of music, bring it in that way and then get into it, dude. It's funny because um, I thought to myself, I know you, like mm-hmm. I know you like a lot more folky indie music, mm-hmm. and I thought I, I'm not going to give you anything crazy heavy, right? Yeah. I was like, I'm going to give you stuff because I know now, especially going to live shows more and more, like you have a better appreciation for more, you know, heavier things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm going to give you that that almost alternative grunge kind of yeah. atmosphere. You know what I mean? Which is great because I do love that. Yeah. I don't listen to it enough, and I haven't done enough deep diving on it. Like, like I said, I used to, dude. Like. I got old school music that you can't find, like you had to dig to find it, like The Kids, which was Johnny Depp's first band when he moved to L.A., um, uh, Aleka's Attic, um, yep. mm-hmm. River Phoenix, I got I got a bunch of that music, dude, and and so I love that time period and that where that music was coming from, nice. Seattle, L.A., New York, and all that. I so, cool. I'm glad you liked it, dude. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. My appreciation of the 90s needs to, needs to grow, the grunge. Oh, I agree, it's, me it needs too. To, it but, needs to expand, not just yeah. grow, it needs to expand. So then, Anthony, it's your There's turn. Uh, oh, Jim sent you. Jim sent me. You got to show him. Or what I the, sent uh, you. You want to go to my Jim's or yeah, my? Who are we doing first? Jim's is a different different feeling than yours. Should I let, let me jump? Well, we'll shake it up. We'll go to Jim's. We'll, we'll okay. touch base with yours you. Got to show him. You got to show him what the image is. So the your, first off, the image that came with this one was. <laughs> <laughs> Would you find like a, a stock footage? It's, a, it's a, some stock footage of some dad with the sh- with the shirt that says Papa holding says, a little oh, baby. No, it says what? Papa <laughs> with a baby that says little mini, on it. or it says mini on it. Um, matching shirt, so it's great. Uh, What's I the title it. of the mix? Title of the mix it says uh, music is to music to raise a kid by. Oh, this is cool. Okay, yeah. Are you gonna cry during this? No. Okay. I heard he was crying driving down the road listening to it yesterday. Was he? <laughs> yeah. You were. Yeah. <laughs> it triggered. Some, it triggered the water. He's gonna cry. I was, He's gonna cry. No, I'm not gonna. It. I'm not gonna cry right. You're now. gonna relive sound, hearing the no, songs. I'll be fine. Good. Dude. Um, but it starts off with one that I, I've never heard before. It's a uh, Pink Floyd's. Mm. Alan Psychedelic Breakfast. Oh, okay. Nice. It was not ready for this. <laughs> uh, yo, this was something to just drive and just cruise down the road to through the snowstorm. That's why he's crying. He's like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like all right, some Pink Floyd. And then this starts and he goes, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you know what? It was kind of like a, uh, it's like a wake up. Like, all right, here you go. Yeah. Change it up. Uh, following that with a Tough Little Boys by Gary Allen. Yeah, that made me cry. <laughs> uh, and we go straight into Seven Years by Lucas Graham. 
that made me fucking cry. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it, man. Why? What's it about? Uh, it's about uh, ra- or you're a little kid and raising, or was it? It's, it's about this it's guy who's basically dad, talking yeah, about basically like there's moments how- in his life when he was seven, his mom said, go get friends. Yeah, his dad him. at 10 Aww. told him to get he's 60 years you know, old. Fall in love. And he's talking about at 60 years old if his kids are going to come back and yeah, hang out and talk to It made me like real. Like, I haven't had that kind of minute yet, but like, yeah, I was like, fuck, man, grandkids. That's something that at some point used to. Now it's coming for you. Not maybe. right away, but at some Hopefully. point that may be a th- yeah. that may be a thing, and it's okay if it's of course not. not right away, bro. Obviously, you don't <laughs> have a kid yet. It's okay if it's not, but yeah. Um, then he goes, he fucking does a fucking left swing into "You Got a Friend in Me" by Gary Newman. <laughs> oh, that's it. Now you're yeah. really crying. Which which really kind of brought Were up. Were you question driving between, or Amber driving? Oh, I was driving. Oh my god, <laughs> it was dangerous. There should have been a. I never said to play this while you. You were never driving, said not to though. When Amber brought that up to you, so anyway, <laughs> I, which brought a great question as I was listening to this. Yeah, yeah you got a friend of me. Love Toy Story. Hallmark of my fucking child. It's yeah. like instant classic yeah. staple yeah. Mm-hmm. in the Mullen household there. Um, when you guys, did you guys have the uh, Woody or Buzz Lightyear dolls? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, okay, okay. Maybe my brother. Did you write, your, did your brothers write their name or Andy's name on the on the foot? No, I don't think. Oh, I don't think we ever wrote anybody's no? name on that. Oh. I, think, I think it came with Andy's name already on the bottom, dude. No, I say, I, on ours, I, I remember no. right. I, anyway. Yeah, anyway, anyway. <laughs> okay, so. Goes from Gary Newman, you got a friend of me, to this fucking one. Makes me go into fucking waterworks after this. You're going to miss this by Trace Adkins. <laughs> fucking dickhead over here. Okay. They're like, all right, I can hold this. Hold this shit together. I thought, like, when I saw, like, yes. music or as a kid, I'm like, man, this would be, like, some, like, uplifting, like, parental advice. Like, I was expecting the whole, like, um... I've been watching Cats you. The I, no, 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 no. Oh, we'll get there. I've been watching you. What? From the other, no, there's the one song like, I've been watching the police? But, like, how, like, no, there's the one song where it's, uh, the kid, the dude's raising the kid, and I'm like, all right, I was expecting songs like this. No, he's fucking making me cry this whole time. <laughs> Goes into Mockingbird by, by Eminem, which I love this song. So uh, good. thank you. Good. And I, I respect that. Good. Like, fucking great song. And it's like, damn, I love this song too. Did you put Beautiful Boy on there by John Lennon? No, he no, didn't. No, I didn't. Oh. Keep the Wolves Away, Uncle Lucius. Mm. I've never heard the song. What'd you think of it? Wasn't bad. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't bad. I'm gonna pl- I'm gonna keep this playlist. I'll probably listen to that one again. Good. 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 Zoe Z- Zoe Jane Stained. I don't listen to a lot of Stained. No. This is the first listening for me again. Okay. Wasn't bad. Good. Wasn't bad. Kids by uh, MGMT. Yeah. It was good. Very good. <laughs> and then I'm Uh-oh. like, all right, I cool. close it out. Here's the best part. I he had a reprieve because he didn't know them. So he's like, oh, all right, I'm done. No more crying. So Thank God that's here's done. The, no, this is the fucking <laughs> kicker is that this morning I go, Thank you know God what? that's done. I didn't finish up the last song on his playlist. Yeah. So I, so I turn on the playlist this morning, finish up kids. And I'm like, all right, cool. And as I'm coming down Main Street... <laughs> Child was born just the other. I was like, <laughs> "Oh man, well you know what? Yeah. He's like, you I know can what? Do Chris this. desensitized me to it because he sings it all the fucking time and but it then doesn't you're get listening me. To it. And as I'm driving, I'm like, <laughs> "Oh man, I'm gonna be a dad. Oh man, yeah, I got to work to make sure to like bills to pay." You're like, "But you got to make time for the kids." I'm tearing up right now thinking the same thing, motherfucker. Can't be God Damn it, fuck you, Jim. I love this playlist. It's a great fucking playlist. <laughs> Good. Dude. It's gonna. It's it's it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be titled "Music That's to Raise a Kid" because by. you said you were going to make him cry the second week in a row, and you did. <laughs> it shouldn't be titled "Music to Raise a Kids By." It should be titled "Music to Cry By," <laughs> "Music to Make a Grown Man Cry By," <laughs> about their kid. Oh, that's awesome! That's good, amazing. Dude. Yeah, oh. I picked a lot of those songs because I feel like um, <laughs> I think there's a lot of good messages in those songs. 
there was. Uh, besides, besides just, you know, you got, you got to make sure you pay the bills, dude. But knowing you for as long as I've known you, and mm-hmm. I can see it when you sit here and you talk on the show, dude. Breathe. Slow down. Enjoy it. You're going to make him cry like, right now. No, like, no, no, like, no. It's, you're gonna be, there's going to be some times where you're going to be incredibly stressed and shit's not going to be fun. But, brother, just relax. Breathe. Slow yeah. down and look around because you're going to miss things if you don't slow down to look, uh, you know, look around once in a while. Well, that's one of the things that we're doing right now is that we keep saying, I, you know, when I talk, when I talk to Talison, you know, I'll, I'll talk to Amber's stomach and don't talk to him. Be like, oh, man, I can't wait to hear. And then I correct. You go. And she's no. like, he goes, oh, shit, I think he talked back. Amber's like, no, it's just my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Digesting. <laughs> we we ch- change, change, our, change our verbiage. It's I can wait. Because once he gets here, if once you say I can't wait until this, I can't wait, it fucking just speeds through. Yeah, so dude, you're it's, like you're, it's like you're a so kid at the beginning of December right waiting here. for Christmas, just letting the month blow by. Mm-hmm. Stake it, appreciate it. Yeah, yes. man, slow down. Slow down and enjoy it. So that's a really fucking hard emotional playlist. Yeah. Chris, on the other hand, <laughs> brought a different vibe, as you could tell. It was the same theme. Same Welcome th- to the 90s. 100%. Um, getting into but your playlist. The Wiggles' second album. <laughs> I want to hear what he thinks about this, to be All honest. Right, word. I'm on, interested on what to see I what's on it. I don't, think, I don't know if you'll know much of it. You'll, you'll, you'll know some. I knew a few of these. Okay, go a on. A lot of this was new to me. Yeah. Uh, Bound for the Floor. I recognize by? it uh, by Local H. Mm-hmm. I like this. I did not recognize it by name. But once I heard okay. it, I was like, oh, shit, this one. Okay. And then I was like, oh, it's going to be one of these type of music mixes. What do you mean? I, I got that 90s vibe, and I was like, okay. oh, okay. I, I was like, all right, Chris is making okay. a playlist. Then New Wave, Polly, BBC, Mark Groove? It's just Goo- the production part. Oh, okay. Yeah, by, From, by Nirvana. BBCs, what are you making him listen so to? So have you ever heard I, I, Polly, Nirvana's Polly? I've heard Nirvana's oh, Polly. Polly wants not. a cracker. Real slow on yeah. the acoustic guitar. No, I don't think so. This, was, this is the new wave version that they did, punk. So they did. So they did this one. Though. Yeah, this is yeah. them. So this was awesome. Upbeat was not expecting it. I love Polly, and I was like, oh shit. They used to do it this way live. They did. They wouldn't play acoustic live. Oh, okay. I well, like maybe this. they did after like the unplugged, but before unplugged, it was this always this version. I like this. This is really cool. Never heard this version. Fucking, what's what I expect in a in a mixtape out from you? Okay. Felt a little bad after sending you my mixtape. <laughs> not gonna lie. NGL, guys. Oh, by the NGL. way, uh, I, I sent him his playlist before he sent me mine, and I didn't realize until after. I said, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I should have waited. That's awesome. Go on. But uh, after that was uh, Dune Buggy by Presidents of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to a lot of them at all. Right. Very little. And enjoyed this. Very much makes me realize I have to listen to more Presidents of the United States of America. Really? This song made you think that? Yeah. Okay. Why? Depends on what president you're it just It just to. had a groove while I was working. It was just like very good. And... The way what makes me what I've been realizing and identifying what makes me realize if I want to pursue and invest time to listen to a new band because a lot of the times I just want to listen to what I like is if I can get if I can get a good vibe off of it off the first listen to that right there says all right I'll give them a look I'll give them a listen to huh. definitely will I should appreciate them more um I ca- I come from the water toadies didn't recognize it liked it. Had that 90s grunge vibe, fucking fit the vibe. I was listening to this while working. It was a slow day on Monday, so in between calls, Mm -hmm. it was just like, all right, cool. I took time to not put music or TV on, and usually I have something. you listen to it on Monday. Not Monday, Friday. (laughs) It's okay. I listen to it on Friday at work. Next. Um, How come it took me so long to get my mixtape, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) Um, After I Come From the Water uh, from the Toadies was Beautiful Disaster from 311. Love 311. Mm. 
really good. I Had you heard this song before? I've listened to this one before. Okay. Um, don't don't listen to them a lot, but got my reggae vibes and appreciate it still. Uh, Consequence from Incubus. Don't listen to a lot of Incu- Incubus at all. Maybe Incubus? I will. Incubus. Incubus. <laughs> uh, Incubus. And especially if they have a funk feeling to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll pursue that because I never picked up on that. So okay, listen to some more uh, Incubus. Uh, after that is three, uh, three, uh, Third Eye Blind, 10 Days Late. Uh, very good. Did you listen to the lyrics? It's about this girl having to tell her dad she's pregnant. She's 10 <laughs> days late. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And then she has to tell her boyfriend, I'm 10 days late. I, didn't, I did pick up on that. Yes. <laughs> I remember listening. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Um, after that big uh, bang baby from Stone Temple Pilots, they're not in my usual play. I very sad. Oh, I like, I like Stone of, Temple Pilots, dude. A lot of grime. I feel like he didn't 90s. listen to the rest of this. Probably not. It's okay. No. I what else? What's next? <laughs> what? <laughs> now I'm just teasing you, dude. Um, Dirty Frank from Pearl Jam. Good Pearl Jam. I, what album? What was that, that song about? I I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm. So, did you listen to these? Yes, I did. Were you paying I, attention, or was it background while you're working and you're talking to a client and it's playing in the well, background? No, I was playing. I was playing it in between calls, so I okay. was playing songs and stuff. Okay. It was just. I legitimately it was a, dirty, it was a lot of dirty it was a Frank lot of, is a is it was a whole lot of new music and he wrote oh. you can hear in the lyrics he talks about like they call him Dirty Frank Dahmer <laughs> and that they think he eats people and that he's cutting up people <laughs> in the back and there's a, a part towards the end where they're like where's Mike McCready oh he's getting killed up chopped up in the back Dirty <laughs> Frank like what the fuck <laughs> yeah, anyway no, go on I, go on yeah and then the last song was a Strawberry by Everclear and I did enjoy that really good music. <laughs> I, I can't tell lyrics because you guys are going to ask me all that. I I, I, I didn't recognize a lot of the songs, so a lot of new music. So the whole point of this one, the way I gave you these things was a lot of these songs have like a groove or like a danciness to us because I know you like to dance. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to give him songs that have like where he can move or bob his head or even dance to, but oh, yeah. it still fits that 90s rock alternative vibe. I definitely got the groove. These, Except the I, end, I like towards the end, it just shit. Well, I, could bob, I could bob my head to the songs you put on my playlist. The Dirty Frank one does have kind of like a swing groove to it, but the last song, Strawberry, doesn't. It's just kind of yeah. a, a more chilled out, mellowed out, sad like song about a dude relapsing on heroin. <laughs> happens. Okay. I, Next time you want to listen to him before we actually talk about it. I, I, did, listen, I did listen to him. Anyway, so I, uh, I, I literally like no, lay I, out I, on my couch, dude, and like <laughs> read the lyrics along as I listen to each song. That's what I do. Yeah, that's see, what I, I do. See, I didn't do that. I'll do that next time. But I, I See, but here's I, the difference. I, so I, I have the luxury to have free time to down, do that, dude. You don't. You have a partner. You have a baby on the way. You got things you got to get ready. You have a baby on the way doesn't do. mean he's doing anything right now. Yeah, he's it. recording an episode right now. Um, so the next time we do this, there's going to be a new theme. Okay. And that theme is going to be where, so we're going to make one mixtape that we're going to give to both people. Same mixtape. Okay. And this time it's that you're trying to introduce this person to a specific artist or band. Okay. Ah, So the whole mix is going to be this artist and band and you're going to pick from their catalog. What are the best songs to kind of get somebody into them? Cool. Okay. I think I already know what I'm going to do. I mean, we don't know. It's probably going to be a month from now when we That's do okay. it. we got time we'll to start working on it. I was thinking that, dude. I was like, oh, dude, I like doing this. Like, if you guys are down, we should just trade mixtapes once a month. 
Yeah, I like, do it doesn't have time. to even be for the show just to oh, do it. I, I, oh, we're I going like, to for the show. So it's going to make us do it. No, Once I like, a month is cool. I like, yeah, make, I like, I like this. It's, but we have to actually listen to them. We actually put some, <laughs> put some thought into them. I did listen them. to them. I did. Put some thought into them and try to. So, yeah. So the next one will be um, where you're trying to introduce the two of us to an artist, an artist or a band. Okay. And, and again, you'll want to pick what you think are the songs that'll get. Ten right, songs. Can I do, can I do Yim? <laughs> find his stuff you can <laughs> find his stuff you can anyway there you go there's our episode of bring back the mixtapes dang Word. this was a long episode T- intense episode god dang this is a long episode i'm gonna cut a lot of Anthony's talking out oh it's only 11 so anthony what did you think your mixtapes thank you for stopping by everybody that's been hardly awesome podcast <laughs> i'm gonna cut all anthony's lines out all right guys let's get out of here that was a good time i do like that the whole mm-hmm. mixtape thing and so yeah, listeners like if you're music fans uh Send us send us an email at harleyawesomestudios at gmail.com. Let me know what your Desert Island albums are, your five Desert Island albums, bleh, five <laughs> Desert Island albums, and the five bands or artists that influenced you during your formative years. I want to hear about them. And or, then we'll read them on the show. Like Whenever we get them and we do this, this sub-series, we get we'll so many that we can't read them all on the show? We have to. We'll just write record them. I want so many that we, we, we are going to be literally here for a week straight, be nonstop recording. <laughs> Careful what you ask for. Um, Anyway, let's get out of here. This has been Bring Back the Mixtapes, presented by Hardly Awesome Podcast. I'm Anthony. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sure. I'm Chris. I'm Jim. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.